Who's the man in the microphone? Episode 467 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Hey, Ed. How's it going? Good. How are you, sir? Ah, kind of suck. Kind of sucks. Kind of sucks. I, I... Like, look, I would be... <sighs> hate to start the show on a down note. Yeah. All right. Um, I guess I'm never really good at these things. Or maybe I am good at these things. I never know. Hold on. Let me get my microphone a little... I should have done this while we were opening it. <laughs> too busy drinking my drink. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> I had to get lubricated first. Yeah, because this is a tough one. Um, oh, I think I know what you're getting at now. Uh, Kevin Conroy passed away. Yeah, I'm just I'm just pull rip the bandaid right off. Um, Stacy and I were on the way to work Friday. Um, we had to make a stop off. <laughs> it sounds so mundane, actually. Um, we stopped at PetSmart. You're PetSmart, by the way. Um, <laughs> Sorry, to get the dog some toppers, right, for her food. Started the day off just any other, like a normal day. I run in, I grab the food, I come back, and Stacy's in the passenger side, her jaw, like, wide open. I'm like, what's going on? And she's not saying anything. And I'm like, well, what's going on? She's like, this can't be true. I'm like, what's happening? And she says that Kevin Conroy passed away. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. No way. Um, She's like, yeah, and, and at the time, at that moment, some, the woman who played Poison Ivy posted it on her Twitter feed. Yeah. And then some, I, I, some rinky-dink, you know, company, I guess, news art, news company, po- reposted it. Right. And right away, I was like, oh my God, we got the, the scoop. But I'm like, well, no one else has reported it. I'm like, what about Mark Hamill? What about Tyra Strong? Like, these people I would... They've worked really close with him. Right, right. I would think that they would know because no TMZ, no people. Like this, like some. I'm like, look. First of all, it's coming from Twitter. Right now, Twitter is a whole wild, wild west with like people who are verified and not verified and paying for a blue check. And you know, I'm like, Ed, I'm gonna be Elon Musk for the day. I'm gonna pay my eight bucks and look at me. I'm gonna tweet at him. <laughs> Fuck everybody. Right. You know. So I'm like, maybe it's a not verified account because even though there's a blue check against her name, it doesn't necessarily mean at this moment, fucking who knows, right? right? So on the way to work, because on the way to work, she knows she looked around, blah, blah, blah. And we found a couple more articles, a couple more news outlets. But those news outlets, I feel like we're just copying off the original news outlet, which was copying off a, a tweet that no one really knew about. You know, from a, an actress who played Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. So, eventually it turned out, it, it, obviously it was true. Um, you know, I, and and 
Stacy, that's her Batman. Yeah. Like, I mean, she definitely was... When Robin Williams died, I blatantly... I'll tell the world, I fucking bawled my eyes out. Mm. Like, I never met the man, but he was such a part of my childhood and part of everything that I know about growing up. I was crushed Sean Connery when he went I was like motherfucker not Sean Connery like right. like I've had people in my life as as famous people who passed away and they've meant something to me mm. and it's affected me in some way uh Stacy I don't want to say never understood it but she was like oh okay sorry you know sorry right. this is I think the first time it's really happened to her and it's a big one for her because she when she was um younger she was had some struggles that she had to go through and the one of the things that got her through those struggles was the animated series like mm. it was like on a loop almost like on her pc so morning noon and night the voice of kevin conroy was putting her to sleep and helping her get through all these troubles mm. and things like that and now he's gone and at 66 man i'm like that's fucking young Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, I I don't know the full like I haven't found like the full article because my I, I heard saw like an article where he has been ill for a little while. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, Kevin Smith posted like they were just talking about doing something together and. Well, it's the same. Like I I saw uh, Sipon sent me the news first, uh-huh, through, right through Faith through a, a thing. Um, he could actually sent it to me first before he sent it to both of us. Oh, okay. Because uh, he always sends it. To right, right. I, well, I, I got to get the okay before. Right. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. It doesn't know. matter. Always say. Always I mean, say, well, he is your friend. Yeah. I mean, not not saying that Dave isn't my friend, but I would say that he'd probably reach out to you first, unless there was something like, specifically that he would say. Oh, I think Sean would be interested in this. <laughs> well, it's, it's just funny because it was just. He 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 always sends me stuff first before he posts stuff. Right, or, <laughs> gets you. Or, is this inappropriate? <laughs> <laughs> like I, I guess to get my gauge my reaction, and I'm like I don't I'm like fuck it, it's Facebook. Who cares? Like right, know, like, right. Like be an asshole. Like, right. You know, like so when he sent it to me, I was I was like dying to jump on to Geekster's, uh, you know, face. Right, uh, you Facebook want to break page, the news? Break the news. <laughs> but then I'm like I stopped because it was like wait, this isn't an article. This is a tweet from somebody that somebody posted on Facebook. Right, right, right. So now was, you're it going, the, was it the um, the the cow? Right. What I posted on Facebook? No, no, okay, no. Okay, it was an actual article. Like I said, this was this was this was hours. Like I like gotcha. I said, like like first thing in the morning, like kind oh, of thing. Okay, like I got, up, I got I got rubbed your eyes, scratch your nuts. Woke up, Kevin Conroy said, "What?" Right. <laughs> and it was like, and I'm like, "There's no and like." So the first thing I do is go to Google and, right. and Google it. Right, like, you know, gotta Google it. Guys, gotta check sources. So I gotta check facts. You know, I tell you thing. We're a news agency, right? Because <laughs> we're, 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 <laughs> we do news. <laughs> we're we're pro- yeah, but you know what? Lisa we probably do more fact checking than CNN or Fox, <laughs> right? So, 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 so I was like, I'm like, I don't see anything other than that tweet and right. other people tweeting that right. sad, you know, news. You're going, I, I, I need verification. I, I, first. I need like a, a reputable, like, is it on Variety? Is it on Deadline? Is right. it you know TMZ? Because they cover it. Yeah. Somebody, somebody cover it. Mark Hamill, Tara Strong, like somebody, somebody a little bit more. It's got a little bit more pull, like, right? You know, for oh no, you can be. I mean, I'm not. It was it was difficult because it's the what makes it hard is the fact is is that like it you know yes it is it is the the woman that portrayed Poison Ivy in the series so she knows Kevin Conroy right but you're going 
that could be the easy way of going, how can I hack my way through and right. tell people that Kevin Conroy is dead? You know, Right. I mean, how many times there's also been false verifications, like hoaxes? Yeah. Uh, Jackie Chan apparently has died a couple times, right. but he's fine. Right. Like, you know? So, yeah, you're just going, ah, this woman's tweeting, and I don't know. Right. Like, yeah, it's like, is it real? Is it not right, real? Right, you don't know. You, know, you just you, don't know. Someone you, could have just fucking hacked her account and just said it just to get, you know. Because I've done it. I've I've done it where, where I've gotten information passed along to me. Right. And I posted it right away. It was right. the first thing I did. And it was wrong. And, you know, it's just like, and you have to eat crow and you have to, like, apologize. Right. You go, well, I'm sorry. I was misinformed. And right. Blah, blah, blah. So you don't want to pull the trigger. You don't want to be like, oh, my God, we, we could be around. be first in line. Right. Yeah. Well, you don't have to pin, you know. Like, oh. So, but I mean, it was harder to, to take the news right. than it was to, to post the news. Right. It was know, and, it, like and, that. Well, obviously, that night we watched a few episodes. Like, we went through because I, I just recently we talked about it on the show. I upgraded my standard edition to the high def edition. Yeah. So we kind of went through and we picked, like, you know, like um, some of the Stacey's. Why? See, I'm, I'm horrible. Don't, don't look at me because I'm laughing because in my head there's a joke going on and it's not funny. It's funny to me, but it's not funny to you. So we're watching a couple of the episodes, you know, like kind of like ease the <laughs> which one? Good. Now it's like, see, isn't it great? I finally upgraded. Oh, <laughs> I didn't. Oh, she doesn't know I did that. <laughs> okay. You know, there's a couple things I'd be mean, like. I didn't, you know, I just updated. It was like thirty dollars. Remember, it was like thirty yeah, bucks. Yeah. I, she, I told her since we're going to segue into voodoo all of a sudden, <laughs> uh, the Star Wars saga, all nine films are like sixty dollars now. Yeah, and Stacey's like, "Well, that's not a bad deal." I'm like, "I want the physical one. I want the box set. Like, I want that. Right. I'm not. Pff, I want the box set that comes with the digital. Don't. No, I'm not. I'm not. Right. I'm not. Anyway." So we watched some of that. Um, the rest of the, the most of the day, though, I was kind of in a funk because it's just like, like Stacy, she was, she said that if she could have called out from work, she would have, because and I could see it too because she was devastated. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, it's it's hard to like some people going, well, I, he was the voice of a generation. Like it's it's weird saying that. Like people who play Batman, you know, like Adam West. You know, Michael Keaton, like you've know, had physical representation, but audio wise, there's been a handful too, but no one's done it as long as Kevin Conroy's done it. Well, th- that's and that's what makes it tough is the fact thirty is, years, right? And then what makes what makes it difficult is other people have played Batman sure. since, you know, right? Like, right. He's, he's somewhat retired, you know, right? Like, somewhat but, retired, but you that that's now you're comparing whatever that guy's well, doing well, that's, to Kevin Conroy, right? Like no matter what, like. You you know like like every Joker that goes on now could be Mark Hamill. Right. Compared to Mark Hamill, like right. how good is he compared to that? Right, there's and a I, couple good ones, you know, voice wise. But Mark Hamill, when I read a Batman comic book that has the Joker and Batman in it, it's those two voices I hear. Yeah. And I've been around yeah. a little longer than that show has. Mm. I could have been like I could have been Adam West and you know Cesar Romero. Ooh, Batman! <laughs> like I just because we grew. That's what we grew. That's up what we grew up for with. Longest time, right? And then you know you Jack Nicholson and Michael Keaton. You, maybe you could have pulled that off in your yeah. head if you're reading a comic book, but never really felt the, quite the same. Yeah. But Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy were like the the duo that you kind of had to be like from this part from that show forward. Anytime, I mean, shit, they were so good. They pulled them into video games. Yeah, like you didn't have to do that. Yep. You could have Rocksteady, who makes the Arkham series, you know, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight. 
They went right to the. They're like, this is this is our Batman anyway. So why would we ask him to be the Batman of our game? Mm. And you know, and then and he's the Joker of our of our childhood. So why would we ask him to be in our game? So to have them go from just an animated series to video games and played by multiple people who may have not even seen the animated show, mm. like uh, people, he's defined as the voice of Batman. I mean. To this day and going forward, I don't think you're ever going to find anybody comparable to him as far as the sound of Batman. To be able to blend in difference between Bruce Wayne and Batman, I just, I just don't. I just, it's hard. It's going to be. He's irreplaceable as far as I'm concerned. Right. right you know, right. <clears throat> I know that he retired a little bit, but every time he came back, it was always like a ooh, like I just, it's, it's just sucks, and it, you know. And unfortunately, it's one of those things where <laughs> apparently Gallagher died that same day. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, that one I got. Wow, it. second billing. <laughs> like, <laughs> like <clears throat> now <clears throat> Gallagher obviously was a, a comic, but he was a prop comic. Yeah, he did the hammer and the what the the sledgematic. Right, and 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 he's I done other. He's done other props. He's like right. He was like he's the one that kind of or not originated, but I think he did. I think he he popularized him. Enough. Carrot top. There's yeah. a whole string of. Prop comics, yeah. But he had a he had a good gimmick, which was the sledgematic, where he would have, you know, basically a sledgematic, and he would tell a joke, and then he'd be like, "I wondered if it was watermelons or cans," and you know, the whole front three rows had like a plastic tarp that yeah. they would hold up because he would get messy. Um, I just feel like it's kind of like it's the Michael Jackson Farrah Fawcett thing all over again because yeah. Michael Jackson dies. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, Michael Jackson dies!" And he was like, "Yeah, but Farrah Fawcett did too," and she was just as popular, <laughs> you know. I mean, not as popular as Michael Jackson, but it's definitely like Michael Jackson's star shines a little brighter than Farrah Fawcett's. Right. And I feel like this is one of those situations where Kevin Conroy's star outshines Gallagher's right, star. Right. You're kind of like, oh, Gallagher died that day too. Like, had it been any normal thing, I'd be like, oh, oh, that's a shame Gallagher died. I haven't seen his stand-up. In fact, I was thinking about watching one of his stand-ups like maybe like a few days ago mm. before he died because a lot of them are on voodoo for free. And I'm yeah. like, oh, which one was the last one he did? I think he was in Texas, like 93 or 89 or something like that. Right. I'm like, I, I'm kind of interested in seeing... If the do the jokes still land in 2022, they do. They do, Sean. Because I did. While you guys were watching, you know, Kevin Conroy well, and Batman, I, I, I went down a rabbit hole of Gallagher videos. The, th- the thing is, is I've been my. It's not a Gallagher. Like well, I, didn't, I didn't watch when he died. You know, unfortunately, I mean, now that you think, like, hey, that would have been a pretty good night. Like, <laughs> that would have been a really good night. I know. I'm saying he's died, but goddamn, he was funny. <laughs> Why do hot dogs come in packages of hot dog buns come in packages of eight and hot dogs come in packages of ten? Yeah. Why do we drive in a parkway and park in a driveway? <laughs> but, the, but the thing was is that like I've I've been doing a run <laughs> of like old uh well now now I'm actually in the Conan for some reason. I go back to these Conan podcasts that he's doing. Uh, or, or did I guess I guess to say? Right. But I but I've been I like like it's been like with the, the Carson years and like how right. you have celebrities on and every once in a while then I'll catch a special or you know like oh you know what I enjoyed this person right. you know and I'll watch a movie or something like that and Gallagher is one of them and and it was just like and you know you watch a special and he like he's really he was he's, he's a talent because he was one of those guys that 
saw something that we all as Americans did incorrectly right. to correct us. But right. made a joke about it. And it was that was always made, made me like laugh about it. It was just like, oh my God, he's right, you know, because it's like, you know, and he's like, I don't have a, like an English degree, but you guys are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> right. But he wouldn't say it that way. He either. was very good at holding a, a mirror up at us to go, you guys are kind of stupid, but we all do, we all do these stupid, stupid things, things, but no one ever thinks about it, right? You know, because we are so busy doing those stupid things. And I remember when he like I watched a lot of his stuff on video, like VHS, because mm. he seemed to be one of those comics that I didn't really see him perform like on Saturday Night Live or on Tonight Show. I never really got that part of him. I'm not even sure how I even remember how I even came across them. It may be because I had access to a VHS, a, v, a VCR. He's like, we're talking real old kids. And going to like a, our local video store, because Blockbuster really wasn't around at the time, mm. to just find something to do. And as a, as a person who likes, you know, who grew up with George Carlin, you know, uh, Sam Kinison, like have Andrew Dice Clay, to see another like comic whenever a video came, tape came out, I was like, oh, well, let me go see this guy. I got nothing else to do. It's an hour, two right. bucks. Like, and I, think that's how I came across him. I don't remember, but then I kind of fell down that, like, oh, he's got all these specials. and Well, that's the thing. Like, like there was always some kind of special they would have on like, right. NBC or ABC or something like that. And he would do, a, he would do like, an hour or whatever, or it would be in a variety show. Because, like right. I said, like, in the, like there, was a, there was a time, like, kids, this is, this is where we're <laughs> oh, all, all, elderly people are going to talk for a moment. Back in our day, <laughs> shit back where we tell we have a town. Like, the mid, the mid to late 70s, and I think earlier than that, but there was these run of um, variety shows, and uh-huh. it, they would do. It was basically like an act would do their little shtick for like three minutes to five minutes, depending on how popular they were, and that's what it was. Somebody would sing, somebody would sell comedy, somebody you know would do something, and that's how Gallagher like came into our lives. And then every once in a while, they would throw him as an extra on like Love Boat, right? Fantasy Island, <laughs> right. you know that the run, you know type of thing. Uh-huh. Because I'm still kind of figuring like, how is Charo famous? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Coochie coochie coo. Because she's a big breasted Latin girl who goes coochie coochie coo. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, it's it's she's like the Kardashians of the seventies. She knows she is the what do you call it, Sophia Var- uh, Varga yeah. of the eighties, right? Like, I mean, beautiful woman, voluptuous body, heavy thick accent. I, it's just of the eighties, blonde. She had she had like fringes or everything, so she would shake. But she was either on Fantasy Island. Love boat may have appeared on Charlie's Angels once or twice. Right. Like, like done the guest appearance wrong, right, as it were. Right, you could have like, oh, ladies and gentlemen, tonight it's it's so and so, it's the uh, President of the United States and Charo. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> she it was, she would just fall up like, hey, tonight, welcome to the Donnie Marie Variety Hour. We'll have Paul Eicha. Sonny and Cher and Charo. <laughs> you're like, all right. And then, as you know, you're like a preteen boy. You're going, I get it. You know, I don't, I don't understand a word she's saying, but coochie coochie. <laughs> like, I love it when she does the coochie coochie. <laughs> Gallagher was that way too. Like, how did he become famous? Who knows? Who knows? But everybody knew about him. Everybody knew about him. Sledge O'Matic is the guy who busted the watermelons, right? Yeah. I didn't know his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. You know, there's comedy that goes with that stuff? Uh, really? <laughs> like, wait, there's a whole hour of history. 
Is he just smashing shit? No, no. It's like, you know, he does like 45 minutes of stand-up. And like the last 15, 10, 15 minutes, that's when he pulls out the, the mallet. He starts smashing shit. You're like, no. I'm like, no, really. Gotta watch it. He takes off his... Takes off his... Takes off his, his, his hat. hat. Puts on the... Puts on the... The bowler cap, and that's when the, the sales pitch of the sledge right. happened, and that was when the match Let's see. Hold on, if we can do sledge-o-matic. Let's see if we can <laughs> Video like he does the... Uh, okay, here you go. Um, it's probably... Alright. It's a watermelon pig, but uh, he might... No, no. He's there, you're smashing the chicken... I don't want that one. I need. We need the pitch. We need the, the pitch. pitch. Uh, uh, well, as you look, for, I was okay. about to say because Sipon's Sipon's the one that actually sent me. I'm like, I'm like, you're the announcer of death. You know? <laughs> All right, here you go. Here you go. He's got the little bowler hat. He's swinging yeah. it around. I did not come here tonight to make you laugh. I came here to sell you something. I want you to pay particular attention. Because the amazing Master Tool Corporation, a subsidiary of Fly-By-Night Industries, has entrusted who? Me. To show you the handiest and the dandiest kitchen tool you've ever seen. And don't you want to know how it works? Everyone's excited. Don't know why. Well, first, you get out an ordinary apple or two. You place the apple between. Fat the pan. Then what do you do, gang? It's simple. You reach for the tool. It's not a slicer. It's not a dicer. It's not a chopper and a hopper. What in the hell could it possibly be? Who's that a sledgehammer, folks? Smashes apples. Now this is before the. I don't see anybody holding the tarp. Oh, there he goes, holding the tarp. Yes. A part of me, a part of me is like Ed. If let's say you were the third row, would you have the tarp? Would you pull the tarp up? Would you just let it all hit you in the face? I've got a little dignity. <laughs> I'm not going to have Sludge Mag splash me in the face. I'm going to pull up the little plastic tarp a little bit. Cover myself. I probably, I probably, because after a while you know to be smart enough to bring like a poncho or something like that. Like to wear, you know. To, well, it looks like the whole front row the couple had like the. Because like, I know after a while they were. Like you could tell the people right. knew that they were in on it. You right. Know, like I think they had the ponchos already on. Right. And then like as soon as he puts the ball cap, you see that the hoodies go off. They pull a little tight. Right. So yes, yeah, so I don't get a little watermelon in the eye. <laughs> God knows you don't want a little in the. Old, oh my God! I got seed right in the nose. Like <laughs> here's some apples. <laughs> oh look, the chicken. <laughs> He's gonna tenderize that steak. <laughs> yeah, so he passed away. <laughs> like I don't. Yeah, well, the day we lay rest. <laughs> Sorry, that's okay. he's not getting cremated. He's getting sledgematic. <laughs> you know he is. You know somebody has to do. Somebody's that. gonna be like it's in his will. Uh, you know what? We take the whole. What do you say? We take the whole casket and everything, and we just smash the shit out of it. Just we throw it into one of those car smashers. He would love it. It'd be like you know we, we're not gonna. We, it'd be like a Viking funeral for him. <laughs> How'd he go? Well, I don't know how he passed away. It's probably in a news article. But you know what? His funeral was fucking nuts. We went to a junkyard and. You know, six people carried his, you know, threw him into the smasher, and next thing you know, he's getting ground up like fucking meat. <laughs> that bowler cap, what? Uh, 
<laughs> I mean, whoo, shit, it was wild. And everyone's going, Sledge-O-Matic, Sledge-O-Matic. <laughs> it's not a slicer, it's not a dicer, it's a chatter, it's a chopper, it's a Sledge-O-Matic. <laughs> you know, like, oh, I think I got a little brain on my face. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, that's uh, what you didn't get for not wearing a poncho. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first, first four people of the whole pews are just... <laughs> Covered in black ponchos. <laughs> Look what they do to the lady fingers. I think not. <laughs> you know? Like you get your toes done. I'm not here. Quink. <laughs> oh, we're gonna perform a little surgery today. Not really. We're just gonna smash them. First through Rosa. Oh, good thing you got your ponchos. Here we are live. Here, here we live. The nice day. Oh, <laughs> smash him! <laughs> on that, you have that on that end, and on the other end, Kevin Conroy. <laughs> You're like, it was pulled. I was. I mean, I. It wasn't until later there. I was like, Gallagher went too. Like, oh my god. See there was a, see there was the, I'm a horrible person. I own it. I am a horrible person. See, we go. Sean's the one to trouble. No, it's Ed. Ed keeps all these fields inside. Now he's gonna. You're gonna find out. Sit back, folks. Now you can enjoy Gotham Knights better. <laughs> right, Gotham Knights. Like, oh my god, initiate Nightfall Protocol, Alfred. <laughs> Because oh. Batman's really dead. Right, he's gone. He's gone. That's okay. You know what? I'll be honest. The guy, because they, they do have Batman in the beginning of the game. Yeah. The voice actor fucking sucks. <laughs> I'm like, that's the guy they chose to be Batman? I mean, good thing he fucking dies in the first five minutes. Like, <laughs> like yeah. Like, that's the only time you're trying to be Batman. Dies. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. So that was uh, that was kind of a bummer. The Kevin Conroy, the the Gallagher thing. I was like, oh, that kind of sucks for you know everybody else. Yeah. Was like huge Gallagher fans are going, well, what about Gallagher? I don't know what about him. Did he fucking was he uh, was he the voice of an icon for thirty plus years? No, your guy just smashed shit with a hammer. I do that every day because I'm a carpenter. You know. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of kind of where I was. Where was that? I, like, the rest of my week was yeah. I'm trying to think. Did I do anything yeah, special? Um, let me quick check my notes here because uh, I know I, I did buy. Yep. Okay. So <laughs> I all I did Ed was watch. <laughs> What's Legend Arrow? Oh, okay. I bought shit this week. Oh, okay. Um, video wise, I kiss. I bought Kistery. Kistery? <laughs> right. It's basically it's a two part documentary on Kiss. Um, it was like one of those like it was on Hulu, and on Vudu they're doing a like music celebration um, mm-hmm. like sale, and the Kistery was like three bucks. So I'm like I'm a big Kiss fan. So yeah. you know what? Three bucks, I'll buy it. Right. Uh, I also bought the extended version of King Kong. The you know the with Jack Black and uh, okay. like I the it's Peter like, Jackson right the Peter Jackson one yeah. I liked the original mod one I wanted to see the extended one so I'm like all right no fine why not I also bought because of the music thing Spinal Tap 
Oh, yeah, this is Spinal Tap. Right, this is Spinal Tap. Then I was out shopping because um, Barnes & Noble's doing their 50% off of Criterion stuff. Oh, <laughs> you forgot to do that today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I was at the mall today, and I was thinking, oh, you know, I'll go over and see the Criterion, see what they got. Right. Yeah, and I just didn't do it. Well, like, it's oh. the, hold on, the great drinker. Look, 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 look. This episode brought to you by Deer Park. Deer Park, that's good water. <laughs> so, I bought two movies while I was at Barnes & Noble. The first one being Legend, uh, the Tom Cruise um, Oh, right, movie. right, right, yeah. Because um, it it's one of the Arrow movies. Yeah. Like, uh, but it was half price, so I paid like 20 bucks for it. But it came with the theatrical cut, the director's cut, all this extra special stuff that Arrow seems to do. But then... I didn't know this is just brand new in the Criterion Collection, and I got it for twenty bucks. Defending Your Life. It is a movie by Albert Brooks. He wrote and directed. It's about what happens in the afterlife, basically. Mm-hmm. Man dies, and instead of he goes, he doesn't go to heaven. He doesn't go to hell. He goes to this place where uh, he has to. He's got time. They they kind of whether or not you get re- put back on Earth or you get to move forward. You know. Whether that be heaven or, or you know to, to move on in existence, I guess become yeah. one with the universe. <clears throat> so people have to they go there and they have a, like a lawyer and there's a, a prosecutor and a defender and then they have to kind of like defend like based upon this, your life moments in your life whether or not who you are and whether or not you go back to Earth and start over again or you move on. Well, while he's there, he meets um, Meryl Streep another character and the two of them kind of have a friendship while he has like nine days they're looking at nine days of his you remember this movie I'm I'm thinking yeah it's a great movie it's it's super funny he you know it's like a late 70s isn't it no it's like a more like a (laughs) it's it's like a late 80s early 90s okay yeah um, it's not the first time someone's done this but I think Albert Brooks let me just see if I can find uh, Defending Your Life get an exact date it's one of those movies where not many people know about it because you have to be. Uh, do you have e- yeah, I'm thinking of another movie. If it, 1991. Okay. Uh, and in an afterlife way station resembling a major city, the lives of recently deceased are examined in a court-like setting. Reason why I don't think a lot of people know it because you have to know who Albert Brooks is. Everyone knows him as like, oh, he's you know Nemo's dad. Mm. You know, but he's also an accomplished writer, director, comedian, right. and he has a lot of like stuff in his like biography, you might right. say. Right. Um, broadcast news. I mean, he's been in uh, like forty things, but uh, Simpsons, I Love You, Daddy, Secret Life of Pets. He, you know, Finding Dory. He was in Concussion. Most of his like writing broadcast news, Lost in America, Terms of Endearment, Modern Romance, I believe, is one of his. He's also in like private. He's got. He's a taxi driver. <laughs> yeah. So he's done a a lot, but a lot of people don't really know his face. They know his voice because of Finding Nemo. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, like it's. I remember going. I remember seeing it in the theaters and being like, "This movie was super funny." Because I'm always. You never really know what happens to you after you die. Right. And this was probably it. Religion never took place in this entire movie. It was just a situation God's mentioned once, <laughs> like in the entire thing, um, and it's used as a punchline. Right. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> um, Rip Torn's in it, and he's phenomenal. He plays his defense lawyer. 
Um, Buck Henry has like a cameo in it. Yeah. You know, it's it's a really good, smart pitcher. And it just, something about it always like connected with me in some weird way. Right. I don't know why. And it was, I didn't know it, it was just most recently, it was added to the Criterion Collection. And I was like, I fucking need this movie. I have it on DVD, but I can never find it on Blu-ray. Right. And I'm like, here it is. Direct, you know, like the best you could find. And had like, you know... Um, I haven't done any of this supplemental stuff. I did some of the supplemental stuff because I knew that it was done during the pandemic because normally they have two people talking to each other. Mm -hmm. They were Zooming almost, so to speak. So I was like, all right. Um, It was a lovely, lovely movie. If you get a chance, I highly recommend it. Mm. Um, Also, now this one... Talk about this one. This one comes up every once in a while as uh, a $5 favorite, and I'm never really sure about buying it. So I was walking, I was, what made me do this, I had an off day, and I was, I went to Best Buy, and okay. Best Buy is one of the places that kind of makes me go like, oh, I'm going to be depressed, let me see what they have in the new release section, right? <laughs> yeah. Kick myself while I'm down kind of thing. Uh, it was also the same day that I bought the the, the Arrow, I mean, the Legend and um, Defending Your Life at Barnes & Noble. I'm like, well, let me go to Best Buy on the way home. It'd be really depressed, right? <laughs> So I'm um, like, I walk in, they got nothing really, um, and I was like, we know what Walmart's like right down the road, same right, yeah, yeah. same same kind of shop there. So let me go see in there. Sometimes they have like maybe like something off the wall that I might be interested in, right? And I'm like, eh, you know, whatever. And I'm walking through, and then I see it, and I go, son of a bitch, I'm in. Earth Girls Reezy is on Blu-ray, right? Yeah. But what Warner Brothers does is they they re-released it with a whole bunch of supplemental stuff and a digital copy and it was like 12 bucks yeah and I was like I didn't know they did that because I'm always like circling it over in Voodoo just going yeah well there's nothing really there you know like they talked to like this whole like retrospect not on the digital stuff but on the actual disc itself did you buy it Ed? And, and, of course I did I never saw it before so I'm walking by going <laughs> it was part of the release of the week we mentioned last week so, uh, yeah, yeah, so... Was, That's exactly yeah. what I bought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's actually released... Oh, it's going to pull out his glasses. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I bought. That's all I did this week. I Best drawn video was the... Uh, was right, the, it was the... was the release, because it was like, you know, it like... It was like, an old 80s... Like VCR tape, and yeah, it's like it's Vestron. Yeah, it was the VCR days? Like, like you would you'd always see Vestron because that was the distribution company. Right now they're doing this again, and they're they're releasing these, and it's movies that are just like nobody cares. Like not right. They're they're he would say like cult classics, right. like something you see in like a midnight movie, right. Or it's it's a it was a popular movie at one point, but they don't think it's going to go anywhere. Right. If they re-release this, you know, to the public on 4K or whatever, so they're gonna, right. They're going to do this, and it's cheaper. It's it's a, like you said, it was like ten bucks. Uh, yeah, it was super bucks, cheap. And I was like, I was like, yeah, you can't pass that up. So I I actually bought it off of uh, <laughs> off of Amazon. Oh, okay. I like like I, walk, I was walking by and I saw it. And I was like, there was like one copy, and I'm like, son of a bitch, because it's the thing. Like you you see this, and you're going. I'm look, like like I saw it online and I'm uh-huh. thinking there is no way this is going to be at any store <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> like like this is no I'm surprise, right? Like, like I am surprised you said that. Like you you found this at a store. I, I'm I'm blown it, away. It was it wasn't like a new release section. It was like on the the normal like well, section. Well, yeah. So like I don't even think that people even thought like oh well it's like again it's Earth Girls are easy. Who the fuck knows about that? Like we talk we talk about it because it really has like Jeff Goldblum. 
Jim Carrey and Damon Wayans, who were complete nobodies at that time. You know, um, they talked to Julie Brown. Yeah. Um, um, not, not, not downtown Julie Brown, yeah. the actual Julie Brown, because it was supposed to be. She was actually wrote it like as supposed to be a musical, you know. And she had a song as "I'm a Blonde." Right, that I I'm to this blonde, day, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at one. This my fourth year at UCLA because my goal is to become a veterinarian because I love children. <laughs> I'm part of the song. <laughs> the L O N D. I don't know. <laughs> like. To this day, I still make that reference to that that mute that song because it's fucking perfect. It's so funny because I'm a blonde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's great. So they actually sit down. They talk to her. They talk to the guy who directed it because the guy who directed it he kind of had a series of bombs. So yeah. he was like uh, he over in Europe, and he decided to come to America, and he got talked into doing this one, and he was like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" And he thought it was great because of the it deal with L.A. And, and Valley, the Valley Girl, and Gina Davis. They weren't really sure if Gina Davis. Julian Temple was the director. Yes, yes. Um, and it's when Jeff Goldblum, like every other actor in the '80s, was getting a little buff because you know that was. Thing. Right. So you kind of get kind of a, and it was like after the fly. So you kind of have like Jeff Goldblum with like pecs and some muscles, right. and, and he's dating Gina Davis, who looks very skinny now. And I, I she's so skinny that you can kind of see her ribs above her boobs. Right. And I'm like, that's just too skinny. Like I just yeah. can't. That's too skinny. Um, but it's such a funny movie. So like I said, when I was walking by, I saw it. I was like, son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> 12 bucks zoink <laughs> I like, uh, and I, I went home and I was like laying in bed watching all the extra stuff you know the dog's like what are you watching I'm like shh, shh. <laughs> shut up Ripley <laughs> this is a great movie <laughs> so okay what did you buy well uh, besides Earth Girls it was easy because I did uh-huh. buy that one uh-huh. uh, you know every once in a while I'll go to like Groove.com or Groove. HamiltonBook.com yeah. HamiltonBook.com so, well, that sounds fancy yes yeah, so. <laughs> I bet you got some really highbrow flicks like like you know like, oh, they, no. like a Shakespeare and Olivier and Macbeth and uh, oh god no what'd you get no uh, I actually was like two for eight two for eight yeah so four bucks right, on right, Blu-ray right, right right type of thing so Jackie Chan's Rum on the Blocks is the one. Oh, I keep getting that. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I bought that on, blue, on digital for so five bucks, yeah. For four bucks. There you go. That's great. There. This movie, I've never seen it. Oh, boy. But if, if, I've, I don't know why. This looks interesting to me uh-huh. because of some of the stuff I've I seen. I might have seen it. You it? probably did see it. Huh? Benny and June with... Uh, uh, I've seen it once. Yeah, uh, with Johnny uh, Depp. Johnny Mary, Depp. Mary Stewart. Mary Stewart Matherson. Yeah, when she was big for whatever reason. You know, this one I, I had to get in my collection. I'm trying to collect Robin Williams movies. Okay. So the thing. Okay. The Birdcage. Uh, you know what? I just recently bought that. No, I did not buy that digitally. I keep circling it. Maybe I did buy it and I didn't throw it on my list. I have to look. So in this last one that for the four dollars was, the like some movies are stupid. You know, comedies or whatever. <laughs> just dumbass movies. Just I don't know why I'm watching them. But, I don't know why I need it. I laugh every time and I and I enjoy it. City Slickers. Okay, I mean, my, that's one of my first favorite, personal favorite lines of that is like you see you see uh, what's his name uh, uh, Billy Crystal Billy Crystal go to Jack Palance. So did you kill anybody today yet? <laughs> <laughs> Jack Palance goes day ain't over yet. Because <laughs> <laughs> actually that's what starting buying the two for four was actually the what I what the I actually saw because they saw this on Facebook because I buy from them every once in a while you see ads uh-huh. and this is like five bucks. I'm like for five bucks. 
I'm gonna buy right. it. It's the HBO Spawn. Oh, the, okay. The animated. Uh, right, right, right. Uh, series. So I was like, oh, for okay. five bucks on DVD, I'll, I'll buy it. You know, so. Yeah, I did not buy. It. I also I, I bought Sandlot the other week. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I, I did buy some digital. Um, okay. You know. What'd you I, buy, Ed? I, I bought like eight movies. Eight movies. Well, look at you, Mister Moneybags. Mister Moneybags. Well, I did the two dollar. You right. know. Uh, oh, okay. You know, through through. Uh, right. Uh, DVD PC on PC or something like that. DVDPC.com. All right, what'd you get? What'd you get? <coughs> so, <coughs> uh, from, from, from. I'll start from the from the back here. So, uh, yeah, so actually, when we were talking about this, I got the Dirty Dozen and Caddyshack, I think. Okay, like, okay. Or <laughs> right, whatever. I was like, oh, it's like five bucks. Right. Yeah, and I actually bought it for two because they were uh, on there. you already had your. Yeah, I scanned uh, those in. Look at you. So then, uh, of course, like, like I said, Earth Girls Easy, that's the digital. Uh-huh. Oh, and then score. I got the perfect score. I, I also that movie. always like this movie. Uh, me too. It, how much did you pay? Was it like on sale sale? No, we did it for two bucks for this. Oh, because you got the movie? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to sneak that home and <laughs> send me a photo or yeah. something. Cause, uh, and then. Uh, uh, some move, some other comedies. The Jerk with uh, uh, Martin uh, Steve, Steve Martin. Martin sorry, right. my friends. Uh, you know what? The movie's okay. It's not super funny, but there's super funny moments where it's funny. It, 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 it's <laughs> some. I said, not. I have a special <laughs> gift. Now I know what it is. I'm going to use it all the time. I'm, I'm, I'm white. <laughs> but my thing is when he's leaving, he's like, I don't need anything except this. I don't need anybody or anything except this and this. <laughs> I'm in print. I'm in living. Two, 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 whatever it was, you know, and a half or something like that. Uh, Fast Times for Ridgemont High. Okay. That was another classic. All right. Uh, Pulp Fiction. All right. Um, Mega Mind. Okay. Uh, the Iron Lady. I, I've I've seen parts of this. Okay. And I, I enjoy it. I've so. never looked like Iron Lady. It's basically about Margaret Thatcher and it's Meryl Streep. Yeah. I'm, who would have guessed? And I'm a big fan of the Iron Lady. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's part of my time. Uh, Get On Up. Good the movie. James Bond movie. Uh, Excalibur. Also a good movie. Thing. Dark Man. Not a Dark Man! <laughs> So that's that's my digital collection that I picked up this week. So that was it. Oh, fancy. Fancy. Um, there is one more thing. Ed, what am I holding in my hand right here? A bag of potato chips. Ed, exactly right, Ed. The other night, Stacey and I are going food shop, right? Uh-huh. And you know how Lay's has their flavored potato chips, uh-huh. right? Well, Aldi, because we went shop to Aldi, had it's uh, Charlie's, I think, made this. Right, and there was one bag left. And Stacey's like, "Sean, if you don't buy this bag, you're gonna regret it because it's a flavor that you like normally." Uh-huh. And I, she's like, "I think Ed would like it too." So I'm, I'm gonna. It, it's not a horrible flavor. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Okay, I'm not. It's like, oh, it's it's dog penis. It's not like <laughs> what. Look, they did have beer and they had bratwurst, and I was like, I don't want to try either one of this one. And this was the only bag, right? I want you to smell it first. Does that way give you just kind of an idea? What's it smell like? Uh-huh. It smells like feet. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> feet flavored chips. <laughs> cheese? Uh. Some kind of cheese? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> just pour it in your mouth. <laughs> Was it? What's it oh, <laughs> it's not really. <laughs> it's, 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 
you need to try another one, right? Yeah. Not sure, huh? Huh? Uh, <laughs> it's like, he's got this, like, taste familiar, but it's coming from a chip, so that's why... Just throw me off. Throw yeah. me off, right. <laughs> it's going to eat the whole bag now. <laughs> I'm just going to crunch it. Right. What do you call Top tier entertainment here at Geeksters this week. It's like some kind of seafood, like a crab or clam? Um, there is seasoning in it, Ed. Yes, because you know okay. why? Uh, you want to tell you, no, you want to tell you what it's called? Yeah. Turkey stuffing. Okay. <laughs> I got home, right? And I'm like, you can keep the rest if you want to eat it. It's a bag for you, Ed. Oh, <laughs> I have a whole big bag of it. Because it was a, it was a semi, it was a decent sized bag. And I'm like, Stacy, I don't... It's, it's like a three dollar. It's like maybe like a two, three dollar bag, maybe three dollars. And she's like, "Yeah, but Sean, I mean, you love. I love stuffing. I can eat stuffing as like just like a flat out meal. Yeah, like not having. Like, I clearly because I'm fat. You know, I love stuffing. It's my favorite side of all sides. I think stuffing's like top tier for me. Okay. So you know, living by myself. I feel like I'm a I'm a stuffing connoisseur, by the way. But right, I'm okay. sure you got okay. beat by that. Right? Oh, there's no, no. some that were really terrible. And some, it's like, oh, I eat this. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I'm definitely a stovetop person. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm kind of spoozy that way. Yeah. Bougie with the stovetop. Uh, Stacy likes the cornbread stuffing. That's not really mine because she's from. It's, I'm sorry, down there it's called the dressing. She's used to cornbread dressing. Okay. And I'm like, I'm a stuffing like a stove stop, stovetop stuffing motherfucker. I'm right. uh, like, oh, with two boxes. Make them both. And be like that's dinner. <laughs> like you know, sit there right out of the pot. That's how lonely it was. Ed, I lived by myself. I'd make myself a big pot of stuffing. Sit down, in, and the actual bowl that I made the the pan that I made it in, and just eat right out of that. Like what am I watching today? Watching a movie. <laughs> that's such. That's so sad. <laughs> that's how much I love stuffing. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so, so we're walking by. She's like, "Show me, you got to try it." I'm like, "Stacy, it's weird." She's like, "How many bags are there?" I'm like, "It's one." She's like, "Sean, if you do not buy that bag, you're going to regret it because it's the only one. Because you know what's going to happen is we're going to come back here and you it's going to be gone. And you're never going to see it again. You need to buy this bag." And I'm like, "Okay, fine." So I go home. Um, I had my dinner, regular dinner, and I go. I'm like, "All right, let's try the." Open the bag and I take a bite and I'm like I know what it's gonna be. It's like get another, please get another. One. I'm just now I'm like, now, like now it's like registering in my brain like like yeah now I can smell it like now right. you, know, uh-huh. you know what it is you're going yeah 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 uh-huh. like now it's smell- I open the bag and I'm like hmm this smells like stuffing but it's a potato chip. I'm like I don't know so I take my first bite and I'm like and Stacy's watching me and I make the same face you make that like that huh. <laughs> What? And like, she's so familiar. But what is it? She laughs. She's like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, "She's like, well, does it taste like it?" I'm like, "You got to try it, right?" So she's like, she pops in it, the exact same face I made. Right? She's like, "Unbelievable!" She immediately called her co-manager, her friend Jules, and she's like, "Bitch, guess what?" <laughs> you know, apparently they call each other bitch all the time. Bitch, you'll never guess what I just had. What? Bitch, I'm just here letting what better be good. 
I'm having this potential. I'm bringing some in tomorrow for you to try. Because I don't, I don't know if she did it or not. But let's see. We made two bags. One for you. One for Jules. So she could try it work. I never asked Stacy if she tried it. Because I was like, I got me. Ed's got to try it for the show. Because I'm like, I, when I bit into it, I was like, oh my god, half. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm like, okay, it was you familiar, know and you're going. I I know the flavor. I just right, right. I it's like, and then when you find out what it is, you go. Oh my god! <laughs> How, what the fuck? Like, I, I, look, look. This amazes me and infuriates me at the same time. It amazes me that we have the ability to do that, right? That we can make food taste like other food, right? But how fucking American and fat? Do you like? You don't like the taste of potato chips? We'll change the flavor to make it something you like. Like we have the ability to change the flavor of our food so you eat it. When there's the rest of the world, the people who starve and they're going, would you like a sandwich? Nah, you know what? I just, uh, just the potato chips, not my thing. What if it made them taste like ch- uh, turkey stuffing? Son of a bitch, I'm in. Like, <laughs> and there's some kid going, but I'm starving. Okay, hold on. We'll make this pickled flavored potato chip for you. I would rather just have a potato. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, that's a whole other, that's a whole right. other conversation, but. <laughs> I mean, the reality of it is, is that like uh, we're a glutton, we we're a glutton country that like goes, you know, because it's the thing. Like after a while, we've we've consumed so much potato chips in our lives that you're going, eh, potato chips. Right. I don't want to get that grease on my face because right. that's what it is. It gets <laughs> greasy after a while. And you're like, yeah, I just don't want that. You know, right. so I think, what if I made it this flavor? <laughs> what if I made it mac and cheese? <gasps> oh, really? Right. You know, like, <laughs> Because they say they banked on they banked on the fact that you know, especially around this time of year, you know, uh-huh. the holiday season, the uh-huh. trifecta started. They're going, let's make a turkey stuffing, and like, even if it doesn't taste like it, people will buy it anyway just to try it. You just know to what? That's stupid. I am almost half tempted. Like I'm, I challenge somebody to get a turkey, crumble a bag up, and use that stuffing. <laughs> take the bag out. Take it well, out I mean, take it out of the bag, obviously. But crump, you know, you gotta say this now. Yeah, right, you know, we live in that world. Oh, guys are geeks. are told me to put the bag in the turkey and cook it. <laughs> no, take the chips out of the bag, crumble them up, shove them in the turkey's ass. Dead turkey, plucked turkey, turkey that you cook. And I, I dare you to defy me. That's going to taste the same because it's the potato chip part. I'm going. I mean, it's all the same seeds. I even had a look on the bag and be like. Okay, there's garlic powder, there's onion powder, there's monosodium gluminate or whatever. You know, like all the... All, all the, the stuff in the stuff. All, all the stuff in every stuff. In, uh, the only thing flavor that wasn't in there, turkey. <laughs> I'm like, why does it taste like turkey stuffing? I'm like, well, it's probably the seasoning and stuff. But I'm like, the only difference between it, it's not bread, it's potatoes. And I'm they, like... They cooked the potatoes right. in the turkey. Right. Pull them out, <laughs> slice them up, put the rest of the crap on there. And then- <laughs> I can just see a bunch of turkeys taking a bath with potatoes in the bottom. <laughs> they're all like, <laughs> they're winged up against the tank. Right. <laughs> Walking by as another turkey with a towel wrapped around its waist. Most of the turkey kind of walks by and looking at everybody with this, you know, robe on. <laughs> sits down. Oh, <laughs> 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 a little turkey, little Turkish bathhouse. 
a Turkish <laughs> bathhouse for turkeys. <laughs> like, oh, I see you there. <laughs> so yeah, I went to uh, those yours. You can enjoy those chips oh, while you're you. watching. <laughs> I'll take that up the seal. Go try this out. Try this out. I'm not gonna tell you, but what's it taste like? <laughs> Sean gave it to me. She's right away. She, I'm suspicious right away. No, no, really. He wouldn't do anything hard, stupid like that. I tried it. So I'm fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Come, 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 come. Just you could go upstairs. I don't know what you guys are talking about. But I heard a, like, a lot of gobbling and a lot of laughing. Come, 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 come. Oh, we're trying. We're trying a new. We're thing. fucking turkey. We're trying a new thing. We're seeing if we can see. We we found out that we have a high populated in, in like you know in Turkey in, in Turkey because <laughs> we're stupid enough to think that people in Turkey talk like <laughs> that is so racist. You know, all he makes it racist if you make it that way. <laughs> Two white guys behind a mic going, "Oh yeah, let's just be, we're gonna go to we're gonna we, we're we're big in Turkey. Let's talk their language." <laughs> 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 so bad. <laughs> Those fine people of Turkey are like, we don't talk like that at all. <laughs> Those fucking Americans. And then the father comes in. <laughs> Son of a bitch, he's right. Holy crap, I never noticed it. Quick, hand me some of those. those fat those, asses are right. And quick, hand me some of those hokey flavored potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Uh, so, uh, whew. oh, that's you know. So, since we're talking, um, okay. Do you want to talk video games now, or do you want to wait till after we talk about video games after when we bring the new releases in? We'll do the new releases because I still got two more things. Oh, two more things, Ed. Uh, one was oh. one own real quick. Ice. We saw R.I.P.D.'s the Wednesday night movie because R.I.P.D. Oh, two is coming out. Is coming out uh, next week. Okay, it's going to be on Netflix. So uh-huh. if anybody who wants to see the R.I.P.D. two, it's going to be on Netflix starting I think the fifteenth. Okay, is Tuesday okay. I did kind of want to see it just because I'm interested. I so mean- we'll have a, <coughs> we'll have a, I'll review at least and hopefully you'll have a review with me on next week's show. I'll have to yeah, I'll have to make a point to watch it so we can talk about it. Uh but I did see a big movie this week. Oh, did you see uh Black Panther? Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was a good movie. <laughs> Why do I feel like there's a but you bitches crying yet? That's, that's what it felt like. If, if, oh, it was like, hey, hey, welcome to, welcome wait, to Marvel. Wait, are you enjoying it now? Let's make you cry again. Let's let's now let's pepper that more in. Uh-huh. Like, there's there's moments you're like, just hey, going, hey, remember, guess what? He's actually dead. Here, we're gonna make you feel bad about it. Right, right. From beginning to end, it's 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 that it's that it's a, it's all like, it's a love fest. It's to, a it's a love fest to, to Chadwick Boseman. Right, and I it's nice. Did you cry? No. <laughs> I teared, I'm, I'm teared up a little bit. I teared up a little bit by uh, <laughs> hold that in. No, I'm a man. No, I'm a man. Don't cry. Cause especially <laughs> the beginning when they do the Marvel thing, it's all Chaz. Of course it is. Scenes. Right. So right away, and like, right, like it's quiet. That's makes it worse. Right. 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 Playing over uh-huh. it, so it makes. It actually, oh no, music and all. So they went cold opening. Yes. Oh, it's nothing but Chaz. Like, like, hey, remember this guy? Gone. Like you're like, oh, oh. this is gonna hurt. This fuck. Hold on and go faster than up. 
Fuck. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It took way less time to uh-huh. make you like tear up in right. the beginning. And you could hear crying already. Oh, Grown oh, nerds cry. Adults going... <laughs> I'll be crying too. So, I bet. so at that point, <laughs> at that point, <laughs> I start laughing. All right, because you're a cold-hearted pastor. You, you hear what is this? It's, it's all quiet here. One little I don't laugh that hard out loud. <laughs> One little sniffle, like. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> like, this guy's suffering this person is going through some real emotional stuff right now. You're just like, wussy. <laughs> but it helped me because I didn't. You got like a man. What's the matter with you? It happened to me because I can say that's what I started. Like, like you could feel right, the right, right, down the side of your head, eye. Uh-huh. You're going. And you're going, oh, stop that, stop, oh, stop, stop that, stop And you're then you like, hear somebody else crying, just start laughing. Right, you're going, I'm crying because I'm laughing so hard. Like, I'm trying to write, yeah, that's, I'm, I'm masking my emotions through the, the, through other people. Like, oh, my God, oh, oh, my heart's growing those three sizes too big. Oh, quick, squash on somebody. <laughs> but the, 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 um, I mean, the action's great. Uh, there's, there's a couple of things I didn't like. Okay. I didn't like Namor. Um, okay, I, character. I, I'll be honest. I have a problem with the look of Namor, and I know because I'm so used to the comic with Namor, and I know they try to be more accurate to. And right. I, I'm trying, and I'm trying to be open about that. And like, right. you know what? That ain't my neighbor. Nate, my neighbor. Won't you be my neighbor? <laughs> you know. You know, I, I understand what the look they're going for. I just wasn't sure if it was going to translate over on film, that look. No, I, 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 don't, I don't think it there's did. There's a but, moment where you try a little too hard to be inclusive. After a while, like, you, you don't see that much of that, like, the costume uh, look of it. But the way he portrays, um, I don't know how much I can really say, but he was kind of like a tragic character in a way. You almost feel... All right. And, he, like, he's more of a hard-ass to the outside world, where, right? Well, okay, that seems more like neighbor. neighbor. Yeah, and it, it, like he was, he no seemed, more. you know, he seemed a lot more like sensitive. And you're going, bitch. You're, <laughs> well, not that sensitive, <laughs> but like, like he, like the, like, like there's times it looks like he was crying. Like you're uh, going, you're like, like you know, like, and I get it. Like he wants to defend his people, and you know, take right, 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 right. But he, it's, it's, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like you need to help me. I the, weep the, the, for my people. Right, like it's like it's like the sad like eyes. Like you need to help me. Like that, like that sad plea. And you're uh-huh. going, that's not Namor. Right, that's, right, that, right, that is right. not Namor at all. I mean, you know, I mean, like the, 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 said, the action sequences were good. You know, the who they picked to be the next Black Panther made sense. It's Shuri. Oh, I guess not. All right. Ooh. Okay, never mind. I won't say. All right. But it made sense. I think you're correct. I don't remember the person's name. It was his sister. Yes. Yeah, right? Yeah. That, I mean, look, look I'm going to be honest. If someone sits there and goes, oh, my God, Sean spoiled it, you didn't. Ne- you don't read fucking comics. It's the worst kept secret. Is right. In my, like, the moment. In, in fact, in Black Panther, the first Black Panther, before anybody knew Chazwick was sick or ill, you knew, like, okay, well, eventually she becomes a Black Panther. I knew that from the start. Right. You know, I don't know how Ironheart fits in, because I know she's in it, you know, uh-huh. um, so I don't know where and how she fits in, so I'm like, don't spoil that for me. 
All right, and I, I'm going to say this: that I, I'm, it's not spoiling. All I'm going to say right. is, is that that you there's other there's things that happen in the movie that you see all the chess pieces forming up right. into the future, like of the next. Right. Phase. Well, this is technically the last movie in Phase Four. Right. So you have to, and I'm going to say like if you pay close attention, all the movies in Phase Four have to do with an alternate version of someone else. Hmm. You know, so in a way. Like, um, in a way, Black Panther having like maybe like his sister being the it's, it's an alternate version of T'Challa. Yeah. In a way, but it has to find a way to kind of mix in with everything to be able to lead into the big event that's supposed to happen at the end of, at the end of Phase Four, which I don't know what that is yet. I think it's Secret Invasion, the TV show. Well, I, I mean, I, I think it's going to be something else. I, I think I don't think oh, there's okay. I think there's a missing piece because. Uh, the next movie we get is in February, which is Ant Man Quantum. Oh, okay, Quantum Medium. Okay, so maybe that's like that's maybe that's the event. And 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 well, I think that, I think it opens up even further. Oh. I, I think it. I think I think it's good. You're going to. I, it might be. It might be the final right. event. But but when you see it, because what's what sucks is that the trailer, that trailer is before, right before the movie. Right. So you get to see that, and all of a sudden, this movie unfolds in front of you, and you're going, and in my head, I'm going, I've seen every now Disney Plus show right. for Marvel, right. and you're going, uh-huh. now, I, now, the, now I see I, I see all the chess boards. Right. Like, I, I see, see all the, the pieces. I see, I see how it's I see where out. you're going with this right. one. Well, I've been saying since the beginning... <clears throat> Maybe not the beginning. That all the movies in Phase Four have to deal with, like I said, an alternate version. Black Widow started it. It's her and her sister. Right. Another version of the Black Widows. <clears throat> Spider Man No Way Home um, has basically all their versions of him. Mm-hmm. Hawkeye, another version of him. Right. Uh, she Hulk, basically another version of Hulk. Like right. there's all these like alternate versions of and Loki itself is a whole alternate universe. It's, it opens up the alternate universe. Doctor Strange, like there's all like you know there's the there's opposites of everybody, mm-hmm. or not necessarily opposites, but different versions of those same people. So it makes sense that if you're going to lead into what would be the either the Young Adventures or um, Task Force, uh, whatever, like with Valencia, whatever her name is, mm-hmm. you know, um, with Julia Louis Dreyfus's character, you know, Lady Contessa, right, Fontaine, yeah, yeah, whatever, um, and with. It just feels like, oh, well, this is going to have to do with the people that you thought were these people are not those people kind of thing. And and I'm like, all right, well, I saw that back in, you know, like a while back that if you pay attention, they're all like, like, oh, not mirrored images, but definitely like an altered version of of an already existing character. Mm -hmm. You know, so uh, to me, it felt like if you're going to lead up to something like secret in uh, secret. uh, invasion, mm-hmm. where the scrolls are are replacing people who already exist. It's like um, Nick Nolte, not Nick Nolte, <laughs> <laughs> um, Nick Fury in yeah. in, Sp- in uh, Far From Home. Um, like you kind of go like, oh, okay, well maybe this is what they're leading up to. Is is all these some of these people that you may have seen might not have been the actual people? Like I, I don't know. You know, I hope that's not the case, but whatever. So, but did you enjoy it? Yeah, no, I, I did enjoy it. I, When's it coming to Disney Plus? <laughs> <laughs> three months. Oh, okay. Yeah, usually, usually it's like now three months after it hits the theater. I mean, I, I might stretch it out now because the pandemic's over, but generally that's was the going thing. So right, that was we're going right. So like February, February. Right. So right before, probably right before the next Ant Man Quantum right. comes out, you're going to see it right. on Disney Plus. Okay. So that way, like you can. 
kind of refresh I, yourself and go, oh, okay, and then and then go. See I'll it. just pre-order the 4K versions so and get the nice steel book and call it a day. <laughs> like I said, it was. It, it's definitely it's definitely worth a watch. There was there was like I said there there was a lot of times that they're like, you crying yet? You bitch right. crying yet? Right, right. Do I right. need to get my hammer? You know, like, right. Don't need to get my sledgehammer. <laughs> 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 you know, and it's like, but I mean it. <clears throat> Especially the end, the bumper. You know, it really. Right. You know, if, if you were crying right. then, you had right. no feelings because right. I teared up. Oh, and look at like, you! I was like, I can't believe. I can't. No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, and you're going, all right, yeah. Right, all right, right, right. And she was like, I was like, oh, I was asking, like, my seal on it. My wife thought so. I was like, what do you think? She's like, yeah, I liked it. And I go, yeah, I liked it, but I had some. I just had some reservations. There were certain things. That I couldn't let go of, you know, and I just, you know, and I'm like, and I see the puzzle pieces and where it's going, and that's that she explained to me something else, like the, right, uh, which I won't get into why, but right, the, okay, the, there's, 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 and I'm, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, because they didn't do this part yet, so that's why this right. was done this way. They they had to make a left turn, right, because they had to sh- shuffle some things around in 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 release dates and stuff right. like that. So you kind of had to um, like pigeonhole maybe some plots into things to right. kind of paint the big picture like uh what do you call it she was supposed what's her face was supposed to appear in black widow first right um but because black widow was postponed for so long the first time you see what's her face is in the uh, winter uh, falcon and the winter soldier mm. so that kind of her introductory to that to the mcu was supposed to be in black widow but by the time Black Widow comes out, you go, oh, I know who that woman is. It's not this big, like, ooh, right. mystery woman. Right. You know, so you're like, all right, all right, whatever. You know, so, okay, well, you enjoyed it, I guess, for the most part. On a scale of, like, one to five. Uh, Solid three. Solid three. A little, like, 325. Okay. Three and a quarter. All right, say. all right. I'm going to give it three and a half, but I would say. So you would say, like, a six or a seven, then? On a scale yeah. of one to ten. Yeah, six, okay. easy. Yeah, seven, close to a seven. Okay. Yeah, between six and seven, yeah. All right. Yeah, I gotta say it. it's it's not like it's I've seen worse Marvel right, movies, right, right, and I've seen better Marvel movies. Right. But sense. this is this is it's slightly a, above average. I gotcha. Can say. Yeah. All right, all right. So, so that was that was my uh, that was my adventure. Okay. In in film, Stacy asked. Uh, I think she wanted to get tickets, and she asked how eager I was wanted to see it. This I was like, I thought I was like, I don't. I feel like this. I feel like this way. I felt like Thor: Love and Thunder. I'm like. At this point now, unless it's something really big, I don't really think I need to kind of like, uh, like, oh my God, is there like a spoiler? Like if I see something online, I'll be like, oh, it's Black Panther related. I'll just scroll by. I don't feel like I'm missing out if like somebody says. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it this way. Like like if you miss this move, seeing this movie, it, I don't think it's going to fully impact things. Right. But there is an, there is an element that you already mentioned. That, right. That's probably one of the key pieces. Right. That you would need to know. Right. Like okay. If you missed it, you know, and that you know, gotcha. That was the the uh, Ironheart. Gotcha. Yeah, All right. So, right. Right. But I mean, like, it wasn't like whatever she did made any significant. Just right. just like it's like Iron Man two. Like when they introduced Black Widow. Right. You're like, it's, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So she's now in it. Right. So like Ironheart's supposed to get her own TV show. You know, and she's also supposed to be part of the Young Avengers thing. So you're like, oh, all right, you know, like if they're going to... I saw like when the trailer, you see somebody in what looked like an Iron Man suit mm. flying out. You're going, well, I know that ain't Tony. You know, so and I knew I knew well in advance that they were bringing Ironheart into it. Mm. Like, you know, so I was like, all right, well... I'll be honest, though. I mean, like, I thought she was too early to bring in, but I'm like, all right, I get it. 
but I, like to me, it's just like there's so many other things that they right. could have done. And right, right, like, right. And they're like, I guess they have to make it more modern for more of the today audience you know, uh, type of thing. Okay. That's why Art Art's there. And you're going, I see it. And I'm like, all right, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll let it go. I'll, right. I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Hey, whatever. Like, my opinion matters, but. Right. Okay. So, uh, well, what's coming out this week on video? Uh, video. On Blu-ray and DVD, yeah, sure. for 4K, uh, three thousand years of longing is coming already. Out. Yes, surprise! Shit. Surprise! It's surprise. been it's been I've been skating it's been around. Three, it's been three thousand years for you there, Sean. I'm definitely by. Because you've been talking about this, and I'm I'm still fun, I'm like like wondering why, like why? Yeah, um, Idris Elba or well, okay, one Idris Elba's in it, uh-huh. but it's also it's it's basically I like movies where. She opens the bottle. She gets a genie, and the genie basically says, "You get three wishes." And she's like, "Well, I don't really know what to wish for." And he, it looks like he tells her stories about other people's and her wishes and how things have gone horribly wrong. It's like he's telling her a story. It feels like very much of Arabian Nights, mm. where he sits down and during this whole time, like from the impression that I get through the the trailer is that he is suffering. He's a genie. He's you know, and and that. The three thousand years of longing isn't really about her; it's about him, mm. like looking for love and finding the, finding the right person, or or almost getting close. Like I feel like you know, because all genies want to be free, and you have to, one of your wishes have to be, "I wish you to be free." It's very much very Disney esque, yeah. you know. It's and also it's directed by the guy who fucking created Mad Max. Okay, you know, and to me, it's like I've never seen anything of um, Mar- Miller. I've never seen anything else besides the Man Max movies from him. Mm. So it's like I'm interested in seeing what his take is on something else. It's like when Guillermo del Toro was going to take on The Hobbit. And I was like, oh, you have my... Like, I was going to go see it anyway, but now I'm like, wow, I really want to see your version of it. Mm. You know, so I'm kind of... Int- that's kind of... It's like, it's like a, a multitude of things mm. that make me really excited to see me. Plus, I was like, he just have as an actor. So to see him be like... And uh, the other per, uh, what's her face? Um, God damn, that's gonna make me look. Meryl Streep, I think it's, it's not. It's not Meryl Streep. <laughs> <laughs> Someone just as good though. Uh, Three thousand. Um, let's see. T H R E E three thousand. It's Tilda Swinton. Swinton. Okay. You know. It looked like a a dirty movie to me. A dirty movie? (laughs) It looked like a dirty movie to me. Oh, hold on. George Miller's... uh, George Miller. That's what it looked like. A lonely scholar on a trip to Istanbul discovers a djinn who offers her three wishes in exchange for his freedom. You know, and they're like, all right, Tilda Swinton, who's also a great actress. Right, right, yeah. Idris. I mean, just the two of them alone. But it looks like he's telling her stories that he, like, like... Through his three thousand years, yeah, and it's like, well, I like if you had the opportunity to like to have three wishes, what would you wish for? And one of them can't be more wishes, Ed. Right. You know, but it's like, well, I don't know what to wish for. Why help me? Like, and you ask the genie for help, and he's like, well, not for nothing. They don't really ever really end out positive. Here's a story, dot dot dot, and you fade to black, and you hear the story, yeah. you know, and then you come back to the modern world, and she's like, well, that's just stupid. Who would who would wish that? And like. There's like a conversation that happens during all this, and it just seems fascinating and interesting. And and I'm like, it does that. There's a little bit of naughtiness to it too, because it's, it, we're adults, right. Ed. It's not. No, it's, it's, it's not, not like, like oh, and I'm that's like, what I'm, like, I'm like, is this old chick gonna 
screw a genie? Like, no, it's a person. It's like I've been pent up in that in that oh, land for years. Three thousand years will get you such a horn on. <laughs> <laughs> like I haven't had sex in three thousand years. You, yeah, I'm gonna spit on my pee pee and stick it in there. I don't care if you... No, it's not that at all. She also looks like a woman who's also been searching for something in her own life. Like, she's alone for whatever reason, whether she's a a horrible person or she's just never found the love of her life. That's it. Let's go. (laughs) I'm going to rub that ass. Get my three wishes in. (laughs) <laughs> it just looks really, really good. I'm, 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 the movie might suck for all I know. Like, the, the, you know, but I just, it's something about it. it just makes me go, like, I kind of really want to see that. So good. I'm glad. I guess I know what I'm going to pick up on Blu ray this week. All right. Also, uh, RIPD2 Rise of the Dam is coming out on Blu ray this course, week. Of course, yeah. But, you know, <laughs> so, if you want to see it, though, because you have Netflix. If you have Netflix, you can yeah, see yeah. it for free, basically, right. for $15 for the month or $20 for gets it in your hand. Right. All right. Uh, Jeeper Creepers Reborn is coming out on Blu-ray. I did not hear good things about that movie. And I also heard, too, the reason why they're re- trying to reboot the series is because the creator of the other three movies wound up being like a child predator. Oh, boy. Yeah, it was just definitely, like, it's got to definitely sting against it. Yes. And right, what else? All right, let's do the 4K this week. Ready? All right. Blue Hawaii is getting a 4K release. Elvis? Yes. Oh, thank you. Elvis uh, 4K. I'm 4K. The ooh, real Elvis. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, the Born Co- Complete Collection is also getting a 4K release this week. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. I got okay. nothing. I can't be mad at that one. <laughs> Reservoir Dogs is also getting a 4K this Again, week. Again, it's probably an anniversary edition of some sort. Go ahead. Sure. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 movie collection <laughs> is getting a 4K collection. I mean, look. It's 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 hard to not think that any current movie is going to get a 4K. I'm just surprised. I think it's just the first time the two of them are together in a pack. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. Not like a, I said, I think they already got the 4K release. Right, right, right. Just the 2K, right? Two, two, two it's movie a double pack. pack. Right. There's a company steel. Used cars is getting a 4K. Get release. the fuck out of here! All right, see. Like it. I like I like used cars. It's a very funny movie. Uh, what do you call it? Um, Kurt Russell. Yeah. Uh, it's one of Bob Zemeckis' first movies. Uh-huh. Um, Robert Zemeckis, I'm sorry. Bob, like I know him. It's Bob, uh-huh. Bob Zemeckis. Right. You know, the guy who gave you, you know, what do you call it? Uh, Two Frame Roger Rabbit. The, what do you call it? Uh, Back to the Future movies. <laughs> I'm like waiting for it. I'm like, should I tell him it or just let him? No, let him I'll get there. Him. I'll get there. <laughs> Like, I'll catch up. It's like one of his first movies, um, and it's a comedy, and I, there's no, I don't, 4K, really? I, all right, whatever. Wayne's World is also getting a 4K release. <laughs> Again, another movie. <sighs> there are just certain movies I just don't think require 4K brilliance. Action movies, maybe, maybe like like Bosler, like I think the Elvis movie and Moonline Rouge, something that's visually appealing uh, 4k it's fucking wayne's world like what what's super visual about that other than the dun, 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 like you know they get the bohemian rhapsody car scene or when garth starts lip-syncing foxy lady and kim Basinger. 
I love the movie. I've been dying to watch it, though. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> it's one of those things where you go and even if they didn't Schwing. do it, <laughs> if they didn't do it this week, eventually it would have been on 4K. Right, because right. Because it's like, like, like I remember Sooner when, or later, I remember when, like, like back in the day when DVDs would come uh-huh. out and like all these movies, and you would say the same thing, like, why would this get a DVD? Release? Right, or why is that getting a Blu-ray? Blu-ray is supposed to be top of its field. Not everyone, I got shit a Blu-ray player. Right. Like, oh, look, here's Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Two men enter, one man leaves. <laughs> so it's like like eventually would it would have gotten right. a 4K release. It's just, right. it's just it's sooner or later, that it got it now compared it's, to like it's, it's Wayne's World's time the barrel. It's they get, and you get 4K and you get 4K. I mean, it would have been you worse. Can... It was like Wayne's World two, right before yeah. Wayne's World, right? <laughs> it was coming coming to 4K Psycho three. <laughs> like what? What about the original Psycho? Oh, no, it's not there yet. <laughs> All right, and then we got next Citizen week. Kane two, in glorious four K. <laughs> Ouch! <coughs> All right, what else? Uh, Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan season one. It's also oh, okay. it's getting. Uh, I think it's but four K is also getting released, right? But also Tom Clancy Jack Ryan season two. Is right, also so coming. I think they have three seasons already. I think. Yeah, I think they're it's coming or it's, it's okay. out. So I think. Uh, Doom Patrol, the complete Thursday, just blew right now, 4K. All right. So, <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, you can't win them all. Uh, Hulu. Uh, Hulu. Hulu? <laughs> Halo. Coming. That's coming out. Halo on. Season 1 is getting a 4K Blu-ray release. Uh, that's that Paramount right, Plus. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, based show. on the video game. Yeah. And right. Moon Age Daydream is coming out on Blu-ray. Uh, that's the, what do you call it? That's the David Bowie documentary? Yes. Uh, shit, I might have to buy two things this week. Yeah. I'll have to put an order in. <laughs> I've got to put my order in. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon! <laughs> got to rub that lamp. <laughs> rub that lamp. Give myself three wishes. Uh-huh. Boom, chicka, boom, boom, I wish, I wish, I wish. I wish I way. I wish I might. Uh, uh. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, 3,000 strokes right there. <laughs> 3,000 strokes? Jeez, I'd be chafed. <laughs> Start a fire. <laughs> oh, my God, that's on fire. Quick, put it out. Quick, blow it. on fire. Blow it. My are burning. <laughs> My twigs and berries. Oh my goodness! <laughs> All right, what else you got? <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh Marty, that's it for TV and movies and everything. Right. Uh, let's move on to video games. <coughs> okay. Uh, we got Peniment, developed by Obsidian Entertainment and published by Xbox Game Studios for the uh, Xbox One, Xbox Series SX, and PC. And that is coming out Tuesday the 15th. All right. Then we have Smurfs Cart, <laughs> developed by Eating Games. And coming published- soon to 4K Gaming. <laughs> developed by Eating Games and published by Microids uh, for the Switch. And that's coming out Tuesday as well. Then we have Summersville, developed and published by Jumpstart. Or Jump Ship, sorry, for Xbox One, Xbox Series, SNX, and PC, and that's also coming out on Tuesday. 
Keep going on. I, I happen to, I, I, while you're reading them, I'm listening, but I'm also checking these news articles. So the first thing I do is open up Facebook, right? And I see Dave's post this weekend was Monster Mania. Yeah. So Dave, our friend Dave, yeah. uploaded a shit ton of pictures. Pictures. Right. I'm looking at, I don't, <laughs> this is probably one of the weirdest photos I've ever seen. I see uh, a Deadpool, yeah. uh, a, a head. A Scooby Doo looking guy, Dave, and Robert England. Yes. Oh, what what movie is that from? Like I don't. Weird. <laughs> Just weird. That's Monster Mania for you. That's my weird. Uh, yep, I got you. I got you. All right. Anything happens in Monster Dave, Mania. Dave, stay spooky. Lana Lavera plays Sienna in the Terror ter- Terrifier Two. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge developed by tri- uh, Tribute uh, Games and published by uh, D- Domento for the PS5 and that's coming out Tuesday November 15th then we have Wise 7 look oh my god <laughs> the Camosa of, da- of Dana uh, developed by Neon Falcom and published by NIS America for the PS5 it's got to be a Japanese game that's coming also coming out on Tuesday. Call of Duty Warzone 2.0, developed by Infinity Ward and polished by Activision for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series S and X, and PC. And that's coming out on Wednesday, the 16th. Then we have Goat Simulator 3. I can't believe there's fucking three. Goat <laughs> I know, right? This is what's blowing my mind. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I, I got to make sure I buy this now and, and review it this no. week. <laughs> Uh, developed by Coffee. Look at the adorable couple. Yes. <laughs> developed by Game Freak and published by Nintendo. No, that's that's right. That's wrong one. <laughs> developed by Coffee Stain North and published by Coffee Stain Publishing for the PS5, Xbox Series, SNX, and PC. That's coming out on Thursday the 17th. Then we have Pokemon Scarlet coming out. Uh, developed by Game Freak and published by Nintendo for the Switch. And that's on Friday the 18th. Then All we right. have Pokemon Violet. Uh, developed by Game Freak and published by Nintendo for the Switch, and that's on Friday. Then we have Resident Evil 3, developed and published by Capcom for the Switch, and that's coming out on Friday the 18th. And finally, the Dark Pictures anthology, The Devil in Me, developed by Supermassive Games and published by Bandai Namco for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, SNX, and PC, and that's also coming out on Friday. Alright, alright, alright. There you go, kids. Alright, so, uh, Ed... A couple yeah. of video games came out this week, uh, this past week, yeah. that I have had my hands on, both of them. Um, <laughs> first one, we'll start with one I know you don't have. I wound up in the business that I have. Every once in a while, I get lucky and I get to snag a, co- a, a copy of something. Yeah. Uh, Sonic Frontiers. Okay. All right. Um, I played a few bit of it. I'm, I, I'm, I like it. Right. Kind of. Um, it's It's got an open world feel to it. But in order to kind of, it's kind of like classic Sonic meets open world Sonic, because you're stuck, you're stuck in this world, mm-hmm. and in this world there's portals to other, like I would say like arcade levels of Sonic, okay. where it's like oh well if in order to, like hey you're gonna to go through this run and in this run you. Sh- it, you have to get like an S rating, you know, like that's this, the best one. Right. But to do that, you have to beat this time or get it under this specific time, um, or and get this many coins and this many like there's like little challenges mm-hmm. to each mini level. 
Um, and you can keep playing those levels over and over again because when you get those goals, you get keys. And those keys help unlock more of the bigger picture of the world that you're living, that you're involved in. Okay. Um, has The music has got to go, though, because it's very much like Legend of Zelda called. They want their songs back. Because like, it's very like Enya and like right. like kind of sleepy time. And, and the world you're walking around because it's, it's, open, it's open world. And there's like, oh, I can grab these coins. But then there's these little puzzles. And the puzzles open up the map more. And while you are going through this open world it's got a little bit of role playing kind of gig to it because you you collect these pieces of skills and then you can learn more skill fighting skills in this open world I don't think you could take it into the the arcade part mm. so it's, it's it's bizarre Okay. Um, would I recommend it? I don't know. I think if you're a real big Sonic fan, I think it's like the next evolutionist of Sonic. I okay. Mean, they didn't really, they didn't really focus much on the. They focus a lot on the open worldness of it because there's like puzzles that you have to kind of solve, and mm-hmm. there's enemies that you actually kind of not hand. You get to kind of hand hand combat a little bit. You know, he runs and he hits things. And there's like a, a, you run really really fast around them and complete like a, a ring around them. Mm-hmm. They all get like. Stunned, so you can go in and jump and punch up some more. It's 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 not horrible. I have to kind of. I feel like it's one of those games where I have to spend time playing, mm. and to actually really realize, I'm like, well, I enjoyed it, but I don't know if I'm. I, well, I've always played Sonic. I've never been like a Sonic. Oh my god, this is awesome! I'm I'm more of a yeah. I'm, I'm a dabbler. You might say. Right, right. Um, but that so I, I give it a thumb sideways. Like I think you know, if you like it. But God of War Ragnarok is the one that should be on everyone's lips. Have you played it yet? Yes. Okay. Because I was afraid. I was like, okay, we're gonna come on the show. And we're gonna talk about. I'm gonna talk about God of War. And I'm like, so Ed, you play it? Haven't had a chance. I'm like, oh. Well, here, here's here's, uh, my, here's my quick story. Okay. Uh huh. Comes out Wednesday. Yep, came out this past Wednesday, yep. I, I read it off the list last week mm-hmm. that's coming out Wednesday. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I'm driving up there on Wednesday going, Is it coming on Game Guy today? <laughs> <laughs> you start second-guessing yourself. Right. Because I thought it was the 10th, and the Wednesday was the 9th. Right, right, right. So I'm sitting there going, It might be Thursday. Like, I might be driving all the way up here for this <laughs> right. go far for this game. Okay. You know, you know, that's not that far. <laughs> you drive it every day, you know. <laughs> That's the difference. So, so I get up there and I, I I look on my phone real quick. I'm like, no, no, it's today. So right, I go right, right. in and because I think it's like because it was late. I, I it was almost you, you. The store closes at seven there. Right, right. The mall closes at seven, so it was like six fifty. We walked in. Yeah, six forty five or something <laughs> like that. You, I always you're that person. <laughs> I was like, you know, because I was busy, you know, and I, so. So I, I got a life. I, don't know what I have forgot to mention my jury, my jury duty story. But go ahead. <laughs> so, so I pick it up, you know, and I and I take it out, and of course, I let it sit, like you know, like type of thing. Like I had sip on over, and we were watching right, right, right. Rest Watch, in Peace, right. Division R.I.P.D. So, uh-huh. so I didn't play it that night. So Thursday, I had half a day. Figured out, oh, yeah, you know, sure, I got some more time, right? So I had to take the cat to the to the thing, uh-huh. and I loaded that game, and. It still bothers me. I know. I know why it happens, but it still bothers me. It takes me two hours to load a fucking game. Really? Yes. Like it. Two like, hours. It felt like it. I mean, it could probably yeah, probably like an hour. Like Twenty hour and minutes. Hour. For it, me. Well, it took like an hour right. for the first. 
Well, you, well, you have a lot of things going on in the house that require your Wi-Fi connection. Right. Because <laughs> we live off our Wi-Fi. Right. Yeah. But the thing is, is that like it, like if, because it, it finishes, it installs. Right, like great. Right. It's like, do you want the update? Well, fucking yes. <laughs> like, like, no, like, like, just like you could play without well, it. Well, well there, there's then, then why, like, why offer? There to? was a moment where, like, wow, when I was installing it, it was like, oh, you have to this much time. Like, it gives you like a little, like, a tech mark. Like, if, yeah. once it gets to this part, you can actually play the game. Right. But then there's all this left over to finish the. Installing it, right? And I'm like, well, why do I want to start it? Why would I want to start to play a game if it's not fully downloaded? Right. I'm like, I'll wait. I mean, I, I went over to like Fortnite and played a couple rounds of Fortnite, and as soon as it's over, it's like, I'm out. I'm done. Right, right. You know, scared. So, so basically, like by that point, I felt like I had to go see one kind of forever. It was like, I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna get to play this now. You know, like like I think it's right. so long. You know, so finally, you know, thing. So I was like, "All right, well, Friday I'm busy. I'm I'm, I'm never home. Uh, or I'm if I'm home, it's very brief. And by by the time so Saturday, I'm like, Saturday's the day, right? I'm gonna, I got off. I got a thing. I got things to do. You know, wife wanted me to run around, do some errands, and got it all done, right? And then I, I'm gonna be sick a little bit. <laughs> Bear with me, kid. <laughs> I went number two. You know, you feel like you have this energy, and you're like, right. I'm like ready to go, I'm ready to uh-huh. play. And then I went number two, uh-huh. and that was it. Like I went, basically, <laughs> like, yeah, you know, like, I took this really good dump, <laughs> so much so that I came out, and I was like, Whew, I'm <laughs> fucking winded. I need to take a nap. <laughs> I, I need to take a knee for a minute. Right. You know, kind of thing. like. I should eat more fiber. <laughs> Something, but... <laughs> and I, and I lay down and it's like... Now I get how I almost died. <laughs> so, so today... <laughs> today I was running around, but I'm like, I gotta at least play an hour of today. And I could say, this is the game that you play, and you're going... I could play four hours this and not realize it's been four hours. I completely. Me. I have to pull myself away from playing, right? Because again, without getting into the actual game itself, they do this great things. I was talking about it at work today. Was that it's that single camera motion that they pulled in from the first game? Mm-hmm. They just duplicated in the second one where you are. Following Kratos the entire time, mm-hmm. you know, at least so far, I don't know, but it's all what it feels like if you watch a movie. It's like a one take kind of thing. Right. So because it's a one take kind of motion, there's no real load screens. Mm-hmm. There's no like, oh, okay, we'll pause. Like, there's even a moment in the game where Kratos is supposed to go to sleep, and you're like, oh, okay, maybe it'll have a cutscene. No, it goes right into a dream sequence of him in the same position. You're going, son of a bitch, and like. You feel like you have no, and that you have you obviously have a choice, but you get pulled in so quickly because of that camera work because mm-hmm. it's like right over his shoulder a little bit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna stop yeah, right yeah. there just for a second. I'm gonna tell you this way: you're sitting. You start off sitting in a cave, uh huh, and you're holding this bag. Uh-huh. I think it's your wife's. I think ashes, it's your wife's ashes. ashes. Yes, right, I right. believe so. And he's like kind of like. Like petting it, right, 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 right. Kind of like, like almost did like you, hugging you, my wife. Right? You did know? you do uh, the replay of God of War one? No, I, I never. Oh, okay, I watched the video, like because I, you know, like they kind of give you like previously on God of War, <laughs> like I missed that. Right, it was right there in the opening. It's like you know, fuck, 
you know, right Damn, there. I missed it. Oh well. You can go next time you next time you start the game up, it'll be at the top, like recap of God of War. And just watch it. It's basically a recap of the first game. Right. Yeah, you know, so you kinda get an understanding so, of what's going on in the second so one. So like 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 and then like he's 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 whittling uh, some arrows right. for his son. For, for Atreus. Yes. So you, you know, he does does all this stuff. And then he gives this thing and then they go for a sleigh ride. And it's like and there's a bird that the bird uh-huh. the the guy is like forget her name Freya Freya thank uh-huh. you they're fighting her and then it goes to the credits and you're going uh-huh. oh my god like that wasn't even the game right <laughs> but it was like so smooth it was like and it just continued on it was just like it's like you're sitting there you you're, you're whittling away these arrows and you get up and you're having a conversation with him and you're like okay let's go home you know we're gonna go home and they hop in the sleigh ride and it's basically you know because after. You kill Freya's son, mm. um, which is also Odin's son, too, by the way, just because that's important. Mm. Um, now, keep in mind, Kratos killed him because he was in the process of killing Freya. So he saved Freya from death from her own son. Mm. But she's pissed at him because you killed my son. Right. You killed my son, you Kratos bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you killed my son. You killed my son, you Kratos bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it just dawned on me. <laughs> no, Kratos bastard, you killed my son. So, so like right away, they're on this. You know, they're you're mushing through the. You know, because after they killed him, it was the start of Ragnarok. Apparently, mm. like that triggered the beginning of Ragnarok, which is an, an inter- almost an eternal winter and blah blah blah. The big you know big mythology there. Mm. And so they go, okay, we'll, we'll go home, boy. You know, kind of like he's, we're going home. And then you're there. And all of a sudden, next you know, you're in the middle of a fight with Freya. And I'm going, she ain't letting up. I'm just going, this game just ain't, just, it's just going for it right away. You're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know, mash this button. Hit that button. Right. You know, all these cutscenes. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know, and then finally, you get rid of me. You're like, God of War. I'm like, yeah. What? Like, that's the thing. Like, like you're you, walking, all of a sudden the credits are starting. Everyone who's acting in, and I'm like, I'm just trying to get again. They do this great thing. I when you when you see credits for the first time, you know, in, in the, the in the game, like you said, he's sitting there. His beard's a little longer, mm-hmm. a little more gray, and he just always they always do a great way of expressing that he looks like a man who's completely tired and just wants to be left alone. Right. Like not mad about it, but just like. He just wants some peace and fucking quiet. Right. And it never seems to, like, everybody else is kind of fucking with him and pulling him going, like, because of who he is and what he's done, it has now stained him for all of eternity almost. Mm. Even when he leaves the fucking realm that he was in, the Greek gods, he goes, I'm just going to live my life, get married, settle down, have a kid in Norse, in, you know, in the Norse worlds. Mm. You know, it's like, oh, no, no, you were, you're Kratos, you're the, you're the, you're the god of war. Ooh, like, oh, you're going to come after us now. And he's like, I just want to raise my kid, bury my wife, what the fuck? Like, no, leave me alone. And at the end of the first game, you're like, you just feel like, well, just when I'm out, they pull me back in kind of thing. You're like, oh, man. And this game opens up. He's in a, in a cave just whittling away his thing. Yeah. You're like, man, he looks just so fucking tired. Yeah, he does. He just looks so tired. And he's like, I can't. And he wants to be protective of Atreus, who, who he's a teenage boy now, I'm assuming at this point. And he just wants to know what his role in the world is because he knows that he's not just Atreus. He's Loki in the ice giant realm, mm. 
what does that mean? Why is why is everyone so interested in him? And what's his role in this bigger? Because apparently he's got a role in Ragnarok of some in some way, shape, or form. Or not really him, but Tyr. Mm-hmm. You know. But you're like, okay, after this big sleigh ride, he's like, you know, well, I just want to find out who I am. And Kratos is like, yeah, but I don't want you. You're asking questions. It, it's going to start trouble. And he's like, well, I don't want to fight anybody. I just want to know who I am. And he's like, well, what if knowing who you are starts this war? Like, And then as soon as he says that, Thor shows up. <laughs> and you're like, did you not get there yet? Oh, he's like, I brought mead. And there's this nice little conversation between Kratos, Thor, and Odin. No. You didn't get there yet? No, I'll get to the bear. That's as far as I got. No, it's... it's uh... I thought the, thought the bear was before there. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, okay. Well, surprise. <laughs> Thor shows up. <laughs> I'm telling you, I won't spoil And I have to say, how many times I've said, God of Thor Ragnarok for this game. Right. Like God of War. God of Thor Ragnarok. I'm like, dope, that's not it. There is... When Thor shows up... You're just like, oh, like you just. First of all, he doesn't look like Chris Hemsworth. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spoil that for you. Right. You know, it, he's more of traditional Viking build, right? You know, um, but I'm telling you, Ed, I, you, they, after they get home, and he's like, I just want to know who I am. You know, what if right? Because Atreus leaves, right? And then you, you got to go right. You go find, find him, him, right? Because right. he's, he's because. Okay, spoiler alert! Since you've already got. Not even they fucking pull a, a Bambi. They kill the fucking dog. I, I I actually teared up for that one. I was like, I was like, you got really? I was I was an emotional wreck. Not an emotional wreck, but I was definitely like, I choked up. I'll I be honest, like, I, I did choke up on that one. Not, a video game, a right, video game uh-huh. fucking dog. You know, like not a dog. You really didn't really know. You right. just you know, you're like, oh, they're gonna go full John Week on this guy. Like <laughs> like they're. Really? You're taking the dog, the wolf? Like, nah, come on. I mean, I know he's got two other ones, but they're not... Oh. And, like, they did such a good job of, you know, expressing the dog, like, you know, still, like, really trying to take care of the kid and right. loving him. And and he's like, it's okay, you can go. And you're like, oh, you're breaking my heart, man. You're breaking my heart. And Kratos is trying to, like, <laughs> like be, like, cold about it. And he's like... <laughs> I'm sorry, it's it's yeah, stuff yeah. like that makes me laugh. Right. But you go, oh man, that's about it. My heart, oh, man. Why the dog? Why do you have to do that? Tansy. Like I'm like, oh, you're killing me. Come on. Because <laughs> I'm also watching at night. And I'm kind of tired. I'm like, you got, oh, guys, why? Why are you doing this to me? I just want to go to bed. And the problem is with because of the way they film it, there's no. Oh, you can sit here and rest for a little bit. You kind of have to stop. Keep going. You just keep going, and like I found myself going, "All right, well here I'm. I'm here now. Let me just keep going." And I don't want to keep going because I'm like, if I keep going, I'm I'm gonna lose an hour. Right. I'm gonna gain. I'm gonna be playing this game, but like I know, like as soon as I get done here, I'm gonna go home and you know see the wife, pet the dog, love on the the dog, love on my wife, you know, and then I'm gonna turn on Fortnite to see what's in the store. You know, and then I'm gonna be like, okay, what time I gotta be at work? And be like, all right, can I get a little God of War time in there? Maybe I don't know. So I'm like, but then a part of me is like, I'm off Tuesday and Wednesday. You know, Stacy's working those two days, so I I might, or at least Tuesday, so I might be able to get like a full day of God of War in. And I'm like, I have to wait till Tuesday to play because I'm really liking it. I'm like, it's it's fun and it's like it's frustrating too because there's been I've I've died a few times and I'm like. 
especially some of the some of the like I to me they can they can if 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 I tell people where I've died it's like really there that's where you died you idiot you uh, know, like, so like, yeah, I mean I make stupid like, moves like like when when Frey was attacking yeah. I've I've fallen off the sled like twice <laughs> you know I was like. You know, but you get back on and right, you, know, right, right. you, you fight him and you know and you win, you know, like type of thing. But it just this that and then you go, Fuck, that was the opening credits. Right. Like I died. Right. I, I I didn't make it to God of War and then I died like twice. Fuck. Like there's been a couple times in the game where I'm like, um, I would consider them just bullshit fights because it's like, oh, I ha- you're you're going through these areas, and you have to fight something at some point in time, and they're just like regular, like run of the mill bad guys. And, and the only the only the only critique I'm going to give about this, so far about uh-huh. this game is fact is it's not gory enough. Oh wait. Oh okay. Oh wait 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 because, wait because I'm... there's these Vikings that you're fighting basically uh-huh. you're trying to find Atreus and you're you're uh-huh. running through and you're running through these caves uh-huh. and I'm I'm like and, then, and I, like I don't know if this is a mistake or if this is a move like I swing and all of a sudden like they're flying in the air and I'm like keep hitting them it's like and like like keeping them oh spinning. you're juggling you're yeah, juggling I'm, juggling. Right. I'm like, constantly doing it and I'm like I'm like that's kind of cool but I'm like. I'm like, it's kind of weird. And then finally, it cut them in half. And I'm like, right. there's not much blood. And you're going, kind of wanted some more blood on that. Like, oh, yeah. see, maybe maybe you're just playing a completely different way. Because first of all, I don't really, I have this, with the axe, I'm I'm throwing it. I'm like, throw, 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 Oh, no, throw, I've, throw. I've done it. I've done, um, the, I've done the ice thing. Right, right, right. You ice right, it up. Right. <clears throat> and then all of a sudden, you aim and you fire because you could see them at a distance. Right. And you throw and you hit him and then he comes back and by the time they're running up you just do it again you right like, right right and, and you, you can, bring it back you get some good distance um, so, so you'll get two or three good <clears> hits <throat> oh yeah but you get also to get close enough so you can I do just the parry love, I just love jumping in and just right, right, packing hack- away you know? that's gonna that I me too but sometimes that gets me dead cause a couple times I'm like these guys are I would say can fodder kind of bad guys yeah. and I'm just like they kind of over Run, overcome you sometimes so you have to like learn how to do like certain moves it's like oh I gotta have to parry I gotta do this like, oh yeah you know, yeah like, like, I, like, I, oh. I learned to do use the shield more right. like kind of thing bring right. that up and then you know and then throw because like there was these these I don't know what they were the Viking witches that were throwing right, right. spells at right. you like fireballs yeah like fire thing. arrows yeah so then so you, you you've shield uh-huh. and then I threw and then, and then the thing I didn't die once it was until I got to the bear right it's like they're, you're like you're just standing there, and I, I forget the the head you have with you. The, the uh, mirror or something like right. yeah. He's like a, uh, a, a he's the smartest person in the realm, and yeah. yeah, yeah. So you you have his head on your belt, you know. Right. You're talking to him, like I guess he's your kind of like like the the voice your companion, yeah, companion to, as your because it's like it's a quiet game if you if you don't have right, somebody talking. Kratos to doesn't really talk much. He kind of like reacts to other people's conversations, right. and it comes to a part like you know the guy who's the head. He's like. He's not his conscience, but he's like, hey, look, you know what? I, you got to keep an eye out because <laughs> this is probably maybe a little bigger than, than but, you but think. Yeah, I walk out and you're standing there and all of a sudden the bear attacks me and it's uh-huh. like, holy Oh, crap. yeah, like, it comes out of nowhere. And it comes out of nowhere and you jump and you think. And it's like, I know there's these rings, there's red or yellow rings. You're supposed to do something. I still haven't read those yet. Okay, well, the red rings means that you have to dodge it. You okay. can't block it. The yellow rings mean that you can block it. 
Okay. So, like, you know, but it's, it's a timing parry. Like, you know, like, it comes in, you just get ready. And then when you parry, there's, like, a moment where the time slows down because he's, like, the person's, like, a little stunned. So you can jump in and kind of get yeah, a little harder. Yeah, because the yellow, I noticed when I did the shield with the yellow one, uh-huh. like, it, it hits it and it goes, it's like, right, right. Noise, it's slowing down time a little bit. And then bit. you can, just like, take a, take a whack at him. Then at that point, I'm thinking, there's probably something else where I have to jump on the bear or something like that. And, like, you know, and, and, like hit him or something like that because that's it's, like um, Mimir is uh, the, the head. The head. <laughs> and I, I, I have to say this. I I know that's the guy. Oh, sorry. I just I'm like when I I, don't, I can't spoil it for you. Go ahead. I kind of miss the blades of chaos though. That's the thing that the, that you throw those knives out and the, the swords out and they were chained to your wrists and you threw them and then you could do the this this. The the, the oh, spin, right, right, all right. that kind of stuff. Okay, I was really good at that kind of stuff. Right, so the to me, blades of chaos. The blades of chaos. I love right. those things because they were like you could keep throwing and you just build up the energy. So all of a sudden, like you could go back to like board one with the super huge blades right. of chaos and like kill like anything. It's like whoosh, and it's like not, you barely parried or whatever you threw and it's just like and they were just like wiped out and you're like, yep, that's that's how you. <laughs> do it. But I mean, I, I'm getting used to the axe. It's it's it is still fun though. I mean, it is still fun I, I was just you, you have that Thor moment like you said you, right. you throw it and you hit the triangle and it comes right back right. You know, kind of thing. that's the other thing though I don't like the new controllers I do not what I do not, I do not like the new controllers because they're too they're too uh... I, I, there's color there's there's my peripheral vision I see color like the, right yeah because the, there's a, it, it's the, the, it used to be in the old controller you didn't see it because it was on the front you know the color of yeah, change. but, the, but, but the, here on the sides it changes. Yeah, but the the but, depending on the game, the <laughs> buttons had colors though. Like the triangle was green, the the circle was the. They were different colors that you could see on the buttons, and I could see that in my peripheral vision. Oh, I don't see that at all. And I, I, I mean, I see that. Like, I'm like, I, and I'm like, you might want to double check that because like, if this was the controller, the along the sides of the touch screen they light up, but I don't see the lights on the. On no, the they buttons. don't light up. They were they were colored in on your controller. Yeah, on the old controller. Oh, okay. And I'm like, 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 like when it was like green for triangle, so I knew it hit the top button because it was green. Uh huh. Because sometimes I get my squares and my circles mixed okay. up, so that always that's always throws me out because I know the triangle is the top and the X is the bottom, and I always get the two confused of where the circle and the the square button is and the two the two. Looks so, like two. Sorry, I was I was looking at the voice talent because I wanted to get the guy's name right, yeah. um, and then I see like I know who I've seen already, and I'm like, oh, that's he, he, I saw somebody. I have a conversation with somebody, and the person I'm having a conversation with looks like the actor, and I'm like, oh, they did a really good job of rendering him, and, and I'm just like, okay, I got gotcha. you. Like I'm not. I don't want to spoil it. You know. Got to. Well, <laughs> Thor's in it. Yeah. But Thor's played by the guy who plays Opie from Sons of Anarchy. Okay. Um. So he's got his. You know, when you see Thor, he's got a little bit of his face, but you do get to see Odin. Okay. Odin does show up at some point in time. Again, like, during a moment, and and how Odin's played. I was kind of hoping we could talk about that because I hope you get a little bit more when you yeah. see there's a conversation that's held between. Thor, Odin, and Kratos, uh. and you know, and the guy who's playing Odin, he, I, without describing it, he he comes off very like used car salesman-y a lot, uh. like kind of scummy. And I'm like, well, it's kind of Odin-ish. Odin's kind of scumbag anyway. But the actor they have playing him, I'm like, that's perfect casting. 
because he's kind of used to, I'm used to seeing that guy as kind of like a scummy actor you know <laughs> without kind of you're like I don't you got to play it <laughs> just, I don't want to I don't, don't want to spoil because obviously clearly I'm a, I'm ahead of you yeah. you know because obviously I will definitely be like um, I played for seven hours Ed. how much time did you get in none you know <laughs> And that's fine. Like, everyone plays at their own pace, but I don't want to be like, oh, my God, this happened, this happened. That's why I'm like, I thought you would have been after the bear. I got my moments mixed up because after the bear, he comes back, and he's like, I'm trying to find who I am. And he basically, you know, at they, Kratos says something, and all of a sudden you hear the thunk, and Thor's there. Like, you know, like, if you actually see it in, in the trailer, you, all you see is the hammer. Like, right. you know, the part in the hammer, I'm going... Oh shit! Like you just get this. Oh, what the fuck is gonna happen now? And he just goes, "I brought mead." And you're like, "Oh, he doesn't." Right, want to f- I got to stop the show because I got to yeah. play. You're right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sean Dunn. Like, and you're just going, "Holy crap!" And I'm telling you, just the artwork, the 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 dialogue, the tenseness of the scenes are just perfect. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm going home. I'm going to play the game. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta look. I I, 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 I can't wait. Uh, no, you gotta see who plays yeah. the voices. Yeah. Um. They also got Deborah Deborah Ann War to play um Thor's not Thor's wife uh Kratos's wife because he has a dream and she's in the dream. Yeah. So I'm like, I know that voice. You know, like all right. All right. Now while you're doing that, I'm gonna call up the news articles. All right. All right. So um. I didn't know if you knew it or not, but there's a lawsuit for Top Gun Maverick. No. Yeah, Ed. Apparently, a copyright lawsuit against Paramount survived a potential dismissal on Thursday. Uh, The lawsuit, in which the heirs to their author of a 1983 magazine story that the original Top Gun was based on. (laughs) You see who plays uh, Odin? Yeah. Right. He kind of goes, oh, it makes sense. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Uh, the lawsuit, which comes to the air, he doesn't look. He kind of looks like the actor because they have to do like Odin is missing an eye, so they have to have an eye patch on him. And but and he's a little bit more. You, when you see him, you go, "Oh, really?" And comes almost complete scumbag. Just, yeah, I'm like, that. <coughs> they got the scumbag vibe actor down right. Uh, so anyway, so th- the lawsuit is uh, comes from the heirs to the author of a 1983 magazine story that the original Top Gun was based on, and it accuses Paramount of illegally shutting them out in the 2022 sequel, Top Gun Maverick. Um, Paramount moved to dismiss the lawsuit and grounds that the sequel and the magazine story do not bear enough similarities. No, but you knew who's got a strong lawsuit? George Lucas! Uh, U.S. District Attorney Judge Percy Anderson refused to dismiss the lawsuit. I'm surprised. I'm really surprised Star Wars, because Star Wars was notorious for suing everybody. The you know, like if you had close to anything, you mean Disney? Still, Star Wars. Well, right, well, now it is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the the, the big dick is behind right, right, right. You know, is, you know, the, the, <laughs> welcome to the welcome to the fucking yeah. So, but I mean, back back in the day before Disney owned them, right? Star Wars, like George Lucas, would sue anybody, like with like characters that were close, and movie ideas that were close, right, like, right, like anything that you know had Star Wars in the name, right? Or, you know, or, or okay. the Force or those kind of things. Like he didn't want. Welcome, hey, this is the fast acting pilot, Foot Duo, right? 
<laughs> like, that sounds too close to like Han Solo. <laughs> I'm suing you. That's exactly it. Like, right. like there was there was something similar to it. Princess like, Vespa. <laughs> so I mean, like, like it's stuff like that. that you... Right. It's funny she doesn't look Jewish. <laughs> it was. It's but it's the same thing. So I'm, I'm kind of surprised that the Disney's name hasn't come up in that lawsuit. For well, um, apparently the U.S. District Judge Percy Anderson. Refused to dismiss the lawsuit, finding that the plaintiffs point uh, that the plaintiffs pointed to enough similarities between the story and Top Gun Maverick to survive dismissal. Uh, apparently, this is a quote: "Defendant's primary argument in its motion to dismiss is that the plaintiffs have not sufficiently pled their complaint; it, that the article and the sequel are substantially similar." Uh, the order reads: "The court disagrees." Uh, the article in question is a 1983 California magazine story written by. Uhan Yone, who died in 2012, by the way, uh, Paramount acquired the film rights for the article immediately after the publication, and the original 1986 film acknowledged it in the credits that was based on the article. Little did you know, right? Mm -hmm. In 2018, uh, Yone's widow, uh, Sosh Yone, uh, and son exercised their right to terminate the copyright assignment after 35 years. They then filed the copyright case in June of this year, claiming that the studio did not renew the rights to the article. Paramount attempted to dismiss the case by insisting that the studio did not need the rights since the sequel bore little resemblance to the article. Anderson disagreed. Uh, here, the court finds that there are enough alleged similarities between the article and the sequel for reasonable minds to differ on the issue of substantial, substantial similarity, including the filtering out of the unprotected elements, Anderson wrote. Um, that doesn't really give you like what those things are. Now I, I kind of thought about it, and I'm like, well, the art. I mean, what's what's similar? The name Top Gun, if because Top Gun's the name of a class. Like, you're trying to tell me like what similarities? Are you trying to tell me that this guy wrote an article about how they did a trench run and blew up? So I'm like, then that person's lying. That person stole from Star Wars because I'm telling you, when you watch Maverick, you go, it's Episode Four. <laughs> It's exactly. I it. mean, you just go. Like, you said I, that. I'm like, I'm like watching it. You know, going. I don't see it. I uh -huh. don't see and all of a sudden, so like, 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 do we have to go down this trench because the missiles? Blah blah blah. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> You're like, oh my god. And then it's like, it happens to be a ventil a ventilator shaft. It's like three meters wide, not two. <laughs> it's three. And I feel like going. Oh, it should be easy. You guys probably shut wop rats back in the old the old days, like. <laughs> so many times I paused the movie going, oh, you mean like Star Wars? <laughs> oh, look at that trench right. You had to go, oh, oh, look at the missiles. Oh, you just like, uh, like all right. Like, okay, Tom. Like, I I enjoy your movies. And I just want just, this one just cuts a little too like, oh, look, the brash pilot saves the day at the right. end. Like, Last minute save. You're all clear, kid. Now let's go home. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's blow this thing and go right. home. Right. You're like, uh huh. So I don't know. Like, uh, part of me is the article's going, well, how. I just. I feel like you guys are. What part is factual and what part isn't? Like, because to me, Top Gun's a school. You wrote an article about a school. Like, so. They. Like, I guess the first time they did it, they acknowledged the rights to the article. But then if you're making a sequel. 
why do they have to? Well, you said the article was written in 1983, right? right 1983. So it could be it could be because that's I think that's when 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 uh, President Ronald Reagan made the program Star Wars. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> the Top Gun pilots were <laughs> part of Star Wars. And I'm putting my hands in quotes, by the way. I know it doesn't really doesn't translate well here on a podcast. But then, as so, as the similarity is enough to get sued for Top Gun Maverick. I mean, <laughs> it all it all writes itself, kids. Uh, all right. So I have uh, Quentin Tarantino doesn't care for Bill Murray's 1980s movie redemption arcs. <laughs> Just, wait, what? Okay, this is from IndieWire. Uh, Quentin Tarantino doesn't care for Bill Murray's 1980s movies redemption arcs. Um, Tarantino wrote, Does anybody think a less sarcastic Bill Murray is a better Bill Murray? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's what Quentin Tarantino wrote about Murray's signature characters. Um, Quentin Tarantino just wants flawed characters to own being the antihero. Tarantino penned in his new book, Cinema Speculation, that the decline of unlikable leads marked, quote, the curse of the 80s cinema, with feel-good films swooping in because they were way easier to market to mass audiences after the dark 70s. Uh, here's his quotes. Um, it, it was that complex and complicated lead characters of the 70s were the characters that the 80s cinema avoided completely, he wrote. Complex characters aren't necessarily sympathetic. Interesting people aren't always likable, but in Hollywood of the 80s, likability was everything. Uh, The Academy Award winner continued, If you did make a movie about a fucking bastard who could bet that fucking bastard would see the error of his ways and be redeemed in the last 20 minutes. Like, for example, all of Bill Murray's characters. (laughs) Quentin Tarantino explained that Murray's on-screen persona as a sarcastic nihilist was completely thrown out when it came to the third act of Murray's comedies. Landing and said with a faux redemption arc for the character. How does Murray in Stripes go from being an iconoclastic pain in the ass who deserves to get beat up by Drill Sergeant Warren Oates to rallying the troops and masterminding a covert mission on foreign soil? And Stripes was one of the hip movies. Film critics always preferred Bill Murray to Chevy Chase, yet more often than not, Chase remained the same sarcastic aloof asshole at the film's end he was at the beginning, or at least his com- his conversion wasn't the whole point of the movie as it was in Scrooge or Groundhog Day. Now I'm going to say Scrooge. It's it's uh, the whole movie's a redemption arc. It's supposed to be Scrooge, right? You know, he's, you're supposed to re- realize the redemption of your ways, your your evils of your ways, and turn around. Scrooge, I think you should take that one out and throw away, right? But stripes. Meatball, well, meatballs. He really wasn't a bad guy, but he wasn't. He was, he was sarcastic, but you know. But, but I say meatballs was kind of like like he was. He was kind of like he was the camp counselor, right? He he was. He, I wouldn't say he was the hero of the movie. He was the kid was the hero movie. He was like the mentor of the right. kid. He was a like, kid. I'm going to teach you. He was the Yoda for this Luke Skywalker. Right. Except this Yoda was kind of a sarcastic jerk. <laughs> Not even a jerk. Just a fun loving dude. Um, he's like the, 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 he continues, um, immediately when you don't give a fuck about other people's feelings, it probably does wonders for your caustic wit. (laughs) But I've always rejected the idea that Bill Murray's characters needed redemption. Yeah, maybe he charmed Annie McDowell in Groundhog Day, but does anybody think a less sarcastic Bill Murray is a better Bill Murray? (laughs) 
Of course, Murray has yet to have a redemption arc in real life. Sexual misconducts and assault allegations have recently come to light, with Gina Davis accusing Murray of harassing her in the 1990 film Quick Change, as well as Murray on set behavior <laughs> leading to the upcoming Searchlight picture being mortal, being shelved indefinitely. <laughs> but what Quentin Tarantino is saying is that sometimes the character, it's okay for your lead character to not be redeemed by the end of the movie. Like, if you think about it, um, he's right. Chevy Chase's movies, he's a jerk through a beginning, middle, and end. You know, like, yeah, sure, he might win the day, but he's still kind of a jerk, or he kind of, like, he he wins despite himself. Mm -hmm. Murray's characters are always kind of like, you know, like, I buck the system, and then next thing you know, I'm the hero of the picture. Don't get me wrong. I think Meatballs and Scrooge and Groundhog's Day. I love that version of Bill Murray. Right. You know, maybe I'm part of the problem. But again, I'm a teenager of the 80s. So I don't... I was to say, I'm, I'm trying to go through the movies and, and see, like like Ghostbusters. I'm like, well, like where was he a, a, a screw-up and then realized in the third act that, you know, like he was... Well, I think it's it's Bill Murray led films. Okay. Where I don't so think it's ensemble. like right, not the ensemble class because you know when you need the sarcastic wit guy, you get Bill Murray and he's kind of like the comic relief. But when you have him in a lead role, um, I don't know, like uh, <clears throat> Buffalo. I don't know. Like um, I think the comedies of the eighties of his, where he's the lead. Mm. You know, maybe that's what he's talking about. Like there, he's. He, I think Quentin's talking about Bill Murray is like an example of. 80s movies like uh, John Cusack was also a lot of teenage angst movies of the 80s mm. where he may have been like an, a loser or an outsider from at the beginning but at the end of the day he wins kind of like the day he mm-hmm. doesn't really he doesn't really learn a, he learns a lesson but he doesn't really learn a lesson it just it his point being I feel like is it's okay to have your lead character be an asshole like if you think about it um Bruce Willis in Pulp Fiction was an asshole beginning through the entire movie. Like, right. you know, um, John Travolta's character is kind of a dick anyway. So, like, you kind of, like, he has everybody from, uh, what do you call it, True Romance. I mean, if you think about True Romance, Quentin didn't direct it, but he wrote it. Yeah. Every one of those characters is an asshole. They're just douchebags. Like, you know, if you think about it, um, uh, What's her face? Um, Christian Christian Slater isn't really that good of a guy, you know. He takes drug deals. He takes, you know he's she's trying to find love, but he's still kind of kind of kind of a jerk. Well, I mean, I, I don't and know. he loves I mean, her, but, but he's saying, like, to me the true romance is that was that, that that like he was a comic book geek mm-hmm. that like was a, like sold comic books. He goes to his favorite movie for his birthday. He's alone, right? Basically. Right? Right? This hooker that this well he doesn't know she's a hooker right the boss you know boss you know uh, um, hires her to you know right that way he kind of like feels I guess bad for the kid so he figures out I'll throw right. him a bone I'll throw I'll give him a bone uh, uh, buy him a hooker <laughs> <laughs> and then they fall in love and it's just like he has to do whatever it has to do to get like beyond it like she has to now get out of this pimp so right. he thinks he sticks her clothes right you know right, right, suitcase, right, right. and it's drugs you know right, things. Right. So, uh, so that's the mistake and then you say oh crap what do we do with this stuff and it's like wait a minute now we can have a life we can right, sell, we'll sell it. it right and, and now we can like you know like go anywhere we want to and not be chased down you know type of thing because now he knows somebody's going after right him. 
It's they, a love story. Right. It's a love story. Right. It is. It's a fucked up love story. It's, <laughs> it's what it is. It's. And I, I mean, it's a brilliant story. It really is. <clears throat> and you know. But like I don't think Clarence was an asshole. He neither neither was a, a right. character. Right, right, character. okay. But I mean, to me, it's just like they did they did bad things, but it was for good intentions, right? You know, like, right. Yeah. Uh, Ed, did you know they're doing a John Wick spinoff movie? Spinoff movie. Uh, spinoff movie. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll believe when I see it. I'll, okay, I'll well, it's going to be called Ballerina. Okay. If you remember in the third movie, have you seen the third movie? Yes, I have. He goes to talk to I forget who she was, but she was in charge of a. A, a school a school of ballerinas right well those ballerinas are assa- assassins trained assassins, trained assassins. Right. Right. well apparently they decided to spin off that school into its own movie right uh, but Keanu Reeves has entered negotiations to reprise his role as the hitman John Wick in Ballerina in a new spin off of his hit action franchise for Lionsgate Deadline can confirm this is from Deadline okay while the studio couldn't be reached for comment, it's understood that Reeves will join an ensemble cast led by Ana Des Armas. She's kind of big right now. She was in the last Bond movie. She played Marilyn Monroe in the Netflix movie. Mm-hmm. She was dating Ben Affleck right before he decided to dump her and get married to J-Lo. <laughs> nah. um, okay, which also um, also includes Ian Machine. So he's back in, in that okay. The later will reprise his role as the Continental Hotel manager, Winston, which he played since the original John Wick film was announced earlier today. That was a couple days ago. Ballerina will watch as a young female assassin, the Armist, seek revenge against the people who killed her family, as Wick has, uh, Wick, as Wick has those who have been done him wrong. Um, production on the spinoff is now underway with Len Weissman directing from a script from Shane Hatton. Um, so... Reeves will next appear in John Wick Chapter 4, which is slated for release in theaters on March 23rd next year. The actor also recently signed on to, co- to star in Constantine's sequel as Warner Brothers that will reunite him with director Fra- Francis Lawrence as, uh, you, we told you first. Oh! News of Reeves negotiating for Ballerina was first reported of Variety. Uh, and they have, I don't know why they have to tell you who the actor is represented by. WME Sugar Twenty Three and Ziffrin Brittenham. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, I guess more action movies are good. I know that. Well, there's the, 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 uh, the, I, I believe when I see it only because they were supposed to do something about the Continental. There right. Was to be right. Well, supposed to be a TV. Supposed to be a TV show. Show so right. Like like that whole. Like that, they are, people love that. You know, it's all those. Uh, I love the world that they created. Right, the the world they created with those pinup girls with the tattoos doing this like type of. Oh, we had a car drive by real fast. Ah, sorry, uh, we we it, it, were they were you know setting up for the contracts and stuff like that. Right, like right, this, right. Using this old technology that men are now right. modern because everybody had cell phones that were texting. Right, you had to find a way to be low tech so you could be traced or tracked. And, right, yeah, you know, type right. of thing. So it was this this whole thing, and it looked interesting. You know, like that they were going to do this kind of right. situation. But that never came to fruition. Well, like maybe, you know, it, maybe it's still in the back burner somewhere. I mean, I think that remember the pandemic did kill a lot of ideas. So okay. maybe maybe that the ballerinas is a residual of maybe the Continental. Yeah. Like maybe it was supposed to be like, hey, you know, like in my head, the Continental was going to be an anthology series mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, you have these people in a hotel and you find you you 
you kind of tell what their story is based upon their time at the hotel. Mm. Like, so it was going to be like, a, here's a story about this guy who comes in the hotel and here's his background. Like, like you kind of, I'm going to say it's kind of like creep show <laughs> in a way. Because yeah. it'd be like, oh, so Mr. Schwarzenheimer, welcome to the Continental. We'll see you later. And you give him his little coins. And then the guy turns and goes, Mr. Schwarzenheimer here. He used to do this and fade to. And here's his story. You know? <laughs> you know, like maybe like everything, like it's like, oh, well, this today we're going to hit this person up. So maybe there was going to be like a story about the ballerinas. Right. But then they were just like, well, instead of doing a TV show, let's can we take this into movies? Because we now have an actress who's like super hot right now. Right. Let's take that. Cause she was really good in um, the, the what do you call it? No Time to Die. Yeah. For the little bit that she was in, she looks like she could do some action movies. So it's like, well, let's see if we can get her in and expand off of that and maybe make some money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm saying I I love the John Wick series. I have have all three movies, and I can't wait for the fourth one. I actually probably go see it in the theater. Yeah, you know when it comes out because it was it it was enjoyable. My wife and I really like you know she loves Keanu Reeves so but I you know <sighs> <sighs> I know kung fu. Oh, all right, I got two more articles. Um, okay, um, both involving Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> both are kind of sad too. Now that I think about it. All right, so. Sly reveals sad update about his friendship with Bruce Willis after aphasia diagnosis. Sylvester uh, uh, Stallone and Bruce Willis have been friends in Hollywood for years. For decades, the two biggest names in action, uh, next to obviously Arnold, were Sylvester Stallone and Bruce Willis. The two may have rivaled each other at the box office, but they were in reality close friends and at one point business partners. <laughs> this was, of course, before the Willis family heartbreaking announcement that the actor was retiring from then diagnosed with aphasia. Okay. For those people who know, the business venture was Planet Hollywood. Yeah, just, I, I just is it Planet Hollywood? Yeah, that's Planet Hollywood. You're right. I'm I, like, I'm just wait, wait, now I'm going to the gym? Planet Hollywood? <laughs> How'd they get the name? It's like it's Planet Fitness. Planet Fitness. Sorry. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm just, Ooh, I'm, just I'm just sleepy. hoping you don't sing that song. What song? <laughs> I don't want to say. <laughs> oh, Seagram, go in my cooler. Seagram, go in my. It had nothing to do with the article. But now you mentioned it. <laughs> it it just fits in with that whole '80s. Time, you know, right. the Seagrams and the Planet of Hollywood. Uh, so, um, so I figured you're going to say in, in a recent career-spanning interview, um, Stallone gave us a sad update about his friendship with Willis. Uh, while speaking candidly to the Hollywood Reporter about his more than five decades-spanning career, the subject soon turned to Stallone and Willis's relationship. When asked whether the two still keep in touch after Die Hard starred life-changing diagnosis, Stallone revealed that he, they could no longer communicate due to Willis's struggle with the language disorder. Uh, he said, "Bruce is going through some really, really difficult. Eh, Bruce is going through some really, really difficult times. So he's been sort of incommunicado. That kills me. It's so sad. Incommunicado. Eh, I can say the big words." Uh, <laughs> His publicist said those. Right. Not being able to communicate with a lifelong friend would be very sad. We feel for special alone. Um, in fact, uh, Demi Moore spoke out in support not too long ago, and they can't even give you a breakdown of what uh, aphasia is, which is an acquired language disorder that can result from damage to parts of the brain to help process language. 
Uh, this can occur from strokes, head injuries, brain tumors, and brain deterioration with age. And while Willis's family has not gone public with the cause of the actor's diagnosis, his wife and caretaker, Emma Hemming Willis, has spoken candidly about dealing with the disorder and how she's struggling with juggling the actor's health needs and the needs of their children. Um, Willis's predicament is a hairy one that would make anyone wish to spend more time with their friends and loved ones. So, you know, hey, um, Stallone, uh, in, a sen- in a sentiment that Stallone sh- uh, shares in the same Hollywood interview, the review interview, the action headliner revealed one of his biggest regrets is not spending more time with his family because it's a luxury he can't can't get back. He said, I feel as though I wasted a lot of time. And now I realize there's so many bullets left in the gun. <laughs> Very few. Uh, when you're young, you're just haphazardly shooting wildly and hoping you hit something. Now you don't have the luxury of, of missing, especially with family and kids. I find that to be my biggest regret. Everyone goes, I wish I'd shown love more where I wish I'd spent more time with the kids. I'm riding that boat. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to do the, rea- the reality show that I've been taking a lot of shit for. <laughs> um, as It's the as-of-yet unnamed Stallone family reality show is yet to be premiere date, but it, when it does, you'll probably enjoy it with a Paramount Plus subscription. <laughs> uh, the series will document the actor's split with his wife, Jennifer Flavin, their divorce filings and reconciliation. The actor also revealed he sees the reality show as, as the ultimate home of movie and allows him to spend time with his kids under work conditions. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, so you can watch Sylvester Stone starring in the upcoming Tyler Sheridan created show, The Tulsa King, when it premieres on Paramount on November 13th. That's today. Ooh. Uh, the actor is also reprising his role as Stakar Orgord in the upcoming Marvel movie Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. So, there you have it. So, Sly, I do see, um, I, I, because I'm on TikTok, Ed, mm-hmm. um, I do sometimes see Sly on air with okay. his daughters. Okay. Yeah, you know, like apparently that seems to be like his thing, hanging out with his kids, you know, doing goofy shit. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny because there was like, uh, I, I think a while ago I mentioned I bought the Rocky Four. Right. Uh, I've, uh, I've bought it. I have yet to watch it. Well, there's the featurettes on there mm-hmm. that, you know, you know, it's him talking about, the you know about doing it and what reject work right. he has and you could see in his like the way he talks and stuff it's just like like yeah he he made a lot of mistake thick mistakes because he like he worked so hard right and, like trying to get to <clears throat> well I mean he lost his son to suicide I believe yeah you know um, Shane I think his name was he was um, I think uh, when I don't want to say it, Shane I might be confusing him in the character in the movie because yeah. his son played his son in the early Rocky movies. Right. And then he passed away, I, I believe it was suicide. And I would say that has to affect a parent, obviously. And maybe it's because he wasn't around so much or maybe trying to push his kid into a less... Rock, Sloan made some mistakes. Yeah. You know, and you can kind of see that sometimes. But he also, you know... But that's the thing, like, it's, it gets so hard because especially when you become like an, an a Academy Award winner and you... Do right. all these action films, and they, you know, when people turn around and go, "In well, we made a lot of money off of this. What else can we do to make money off with you in it?" You know, and that's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm sure he was getting to that point, and then he wanted to write other stuff, and he did. He 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 got to a point where he did like what he wanted to do, but like in the way that took time from his family, right? And you're going. Yeah, but you wouldn't have this body of work like this. You know, I, well, this I mean, that, that's, the, that's the price of fame sometimes. Right, and you, you have to take the like those big off big box office money 
comes with uh, I can't see my kids because I'm out in Prague shooting a fighting scene or right. something like that, you know. But I mean, as an adult, <clears throat> as a person, a man who's older, wiser now because he has that money, he can now spend time with his kids. But there is something to be said, like it's the cats in the cradle song, yeah. where it's like you know, had maybe I spend more time with my kids, watch them grow up to become the adults that they are, maybe you'd be more cherished than than just interacting with them as adults. Now, I love them still, but I miss seeing them grow up because now they're grown and they have a family of their own. Like, mm. now I'm Grandpa Sly or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but I actually, because we were talking about TikTok, <clears throat> Sly was on Jimmy Fallon not too long ago, and they were talking about, there's a rumor that started, well, not really a rumor, but Sylvester Stallone is probably one of the worst movies. Stop or my mom will shoot. Okay? Yeah. The reason why he's in that movie is because of Schwarzenegger. Would you like to hear the story? Yes, I would. Okay, let me just crank this up a little bit. Schwarzenegger, I've read that you guys actually hated each other for a while. Well, we were very competitive. Yeah, I think hate's a good word. Somebody so much you go, I gotta get to the gym. I got to, and you know, a musician go, Oh, I hate this guy. I'm gonna blow him away next yeah. audition. It just was well, like the Rolling month. Stones a, and the Beatles. It, you know, they kept you know, releasing they great were, like, albums. Drinking buddies? No. Hey, let's share a blanket this weekend at the beach. No, I don't think that so. That didn't happen. No. no They're trying no. to top each other. So he, no. he would come no, I really respect this guy. I think I think he's brilliant. What yeah. he's done, what he's accomplished, he's had three different careers. Oh, he's great. But I want to strangle him. You want to strangle him? <laughs> I did. Well, I mean, yeah. But I mean, you, you would do Rambo, and then he would do Commando. Commando, yeah. <laughs> I just love it. Yeah, it was like Bingo and Dingo yeah, and like, Go Go and Bobo. It just kept going. It just kept going. Bingo and, and Dingo. That's not. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you just. Yeah. Well, I heard that. He, I heard that he tricked you into doing the movies that didn't work. For there was you. a. There's a. There's a thing. You know, when people play prey on your insecurities, when you go, your age goes. Psst. You gotta do this movie. You gotta do this movie because Arnold's gonna do it. I go, really? Arnold's gonna? I said, I don't think Arnold can do this one because he's playing like an American cop and they don't have German accents. They just not gonna. Because I'm telling you, if you don't do this thing, stop on my mama shoot. He's in. He's in. I go, okay, I'll do it. Thank you, Arnold. Oh no, no, and it happened a couple times. So there is actually Arnold's side of the story. You mentioned Sylvester Stallone. Mm-hmm. And I want to ask you a story I heard about Sylvester Stallone. You, is it true that you tricked Sylvester Stallone, who is, uh, is he a friend and a rival, or just a rival? No, no, in the, in the 80s, he was just a rival. Just a rival. Just, it was just competition. It was all about who is uh, making bigger movies, who has uh, uh, more definition in their muscles, mm-hmm. who has more box office success, who kills more people. Uh, who kills people more creatively? <laughs> who has bigger knives? Who has bigger guns? And the end, I started running around with machine guns that were only used for helicopters, mounting on helicopters or on tanks. It was crazy. It was all out war. It was all out war. All out so war. the story goes that you somehow tricked him into making a very bad movie. Yes. And is that true? Yes, but it's part of the. <laughs> How did you pull that off? Well, because they came to me because they, uh, Hollywood knew that I was 
wanting to get out of just doing action movies and do comedies. That's why I did then Twins and Kindergarten Cop and movies right. like that. Thank you. But so they came to me with this other movie, and uh, I forgot now what it was called. Uh, Stop or my mother Stop will shoot. Stop or my mom will shoot, exactly. Yes. That's right. And so I read the script, and it was a piece of <laughs> so I said to myself, I'm not going to do this movie. So then they went to Sly, and uh, then Sly called me and he says, Hey, have they ever talked to, him, uh, to you about this movie? And I said, Yeah. I said, I was thinking about doing it. Said, this, this is a really brilliant idea, I said, this movie. And so but when he heard that, because he was in competition, he immediately called him and says, Look, whatever it takes, I do the movie. <laughs> so we did the movie. Wow. And of course, the movie went... <laughs> so ah camaraderie of the action stars of the 80s ed bet you didn't know that no no because <laughs> I, I i know for a while like like nobody knew if they were friends or if they were frenemies right or right right or whatever you want to call them and you're going but you knew it was like it was great because it was like the 80s and it's like What's Schwarzenegger's doing this? And you go, uh-huh. what's what's uh, what's Sly doing? Or Sly's doing this? What's Arnie gonna do? You know, and you you kind of got you. It was like the like if you were a guy and you loved this adrenaline rush worth right. of action movies, that's what you got. Sure, and you're, and you're going especially like especially like Rambo, like that movie, the first movie oh, is a drama. Is a drama. It's not an uh-huh. action picture at all. Yeah, First Blood is a very serious drama. It's based on a book. It's very serious movie. It, it, there's little to no action in the movie you know until the end until the second one (laughs) and then the third one it's also it's all out wackiness right and you and you and you just and they just kept going and it's just like because it's like what else can we compete against arnie and that's the the thing and then it became a joke where they would do certain things where like i remember there was like a terminator poster i forget what movie it was it was last action hero yeah where schwartz and there were the the the, because i just got that movie actually um, it's like a fantasy action movie where a kid gets sucked into a movie, an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, um, and Arnold Schwarzenegger is playing that like wild cop that needs to go after the bad guy, and, and there's a scene where they actually go into a blockbuster, and because Arnold Schwarzenegger is the actor in the movie, which you know obviously is a real life to him, right. there's a Terminator 2 standee which has Sylvester Stallone on the Harley and the sunglasses and everything like that. And the kid's like, but that's not, that's not, that's, that's wrong. That's you. And he's like, don't be silly. Like he kind of makes a fun of the kid because he's like, I'm not in a movie and I don't that. And he makes fun of the actor in that post, which obviously is sly. It's like a little, you know, and you're like, oh, that's funny. That's cute. But they actually want to be in like, I mean, obviously they're the expendables together, which, you know, they're kind of funny. Right. You know, I, I it's I think it's like fascinating, <laughs> right? Yeah, because like I said, like like during that time, I remember like uh-huh. you you would see one and then another one would right. come out, and you're, it's like, it was like a back and forth fight, and then they they were doing comedies and they, you mm-hmm. know like different you know they were going in different directions, and you were you're kind of you know like and then stop on my mom shooting, you're going, whoa! Uh, do you remember Rhinestone? Oh yeah, uh, Sylvester Stallone and Dolly Parton in a romantic comedy country western music yeah where sylvester stallone wanted to be a a country singer (laughs) oh man (laughs) 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 (laughs
<laughs> and he made some stinkers. I, yeah, but they all do. Yeah, they all do. You can't, you know, when you become a household name, they can't. It's, they're not all winners. Right. You know, you just go. You just hope that the big ones last. Like watching Legend. You know, like Tom Cruise never talks about Legend. Mm. And when they do like these retrospects, like in the one, the Blu-ray that I have, they talk to. Obviously, this is before. Um, oh my God, what's his name? Uh, um, Tim Curry Stroke. Mm. So he has like he's like talking about putting on the makeup. He's reflecting back on it. Uh, Mia Sarah's talking about it. Like they have pretty much everybody except Tom Cruise. And I'm like, why doesn't Tom Cruise talk about this? Number one, it's got his re- real teeth in it. Yeah. it before you know the the caps and all. But mostly, I saw like I was like, why does Tom Cruise not talk about like, hey Google, <laughs> why does Tom Cruise not talk about you know Legend? And apparently, he didn't like the version that was put out in theaters mm-hmm. um, because there's there was the American version and there was the European version. Right. Two different soundtracks. Um, one's longer. Apparently, I guess he went. He liked the European version more. But I'm like, yeah. But now, thanks to Blu-ray and, and video, you can actually. That's now still viable. It's now coming back. It's right. like I didn't notice. That it looks like anything Tom Ridley Scott did in like in the '80s. There was two versions of Blade Runner. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Legend. You know, I think Alien's got a couple different. You know, <laughs> you know, he's got different like different cuts of his movies. Um, so I was like, all right. I mean, I was just I'm like was wondering. I'm like, why doesn't? I mean, Tom's got a long career, but I'm like, it's probably before Scientology. I don't even know if he admits he was in risky business. <laughs> like, that's the same. Like, like, like the the enjoyment some people do get. I, um, I, you know, and. and I can't. I can't remember. I remember somebody doing this that we knew, and I just can't remember what it was. But they would find the worst movie ever when they would go to like a like a comic con. Oh, would be my brother in law Bob. He would. Oh, find, yeah. he, he would go after. He would find if let's say they were going to go see. Um, I don't know. Let's lose Sylvester Stallone as an example. Yeah. And my brother in law was going to he was going to get Sylvester Stallone's autograph. He would probably find a copy of Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. To get him to sign, right. it was like a badge of honor. Like I'm going to find the worst movie that you were ever in, and I'm going to make you right in your face sign your name on it. Yeah, that's what he. And I was like, I think it's brilliant. Yeah, you know, I'm like, all right, that's kind of cool. I'm Mister. I loved you in this. Please sign this. You know? So you know, like, like I wish, like you know, Tom Cruise's career would crash right. a little bit, right. so he'd have to do a, con. <laughs> he'd be a concert. So you could bring Legend to him. Like, how many people would bring Legend to him and go, oh, I loved you in this movie. And they're like, right. and he's like, yeah, yeah. Just imagine him coming out. And, you know, just all of a sudden, here comes Tom Cruise. He just slides out. What do you want kid? <laughs> Legend. Oh, I love that movie. <sighs> oh, Legend. I love that movie. <sighs> Taps. Loved it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Risky business. Ho ho! I think I slide out. Look this way. <laughs> Just like I'm not wearing my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's probably another bad Tom Cruise movie out there somewhere. There's a long list. I'm I, sure I, I, there. I tell you because it's like I, I thought about it. Uh, oh um um oh what's the one where he's a football player? Ah shit! Staying loose, I think it is. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> 
Because it's like, like, like now in his career, he could take a hit. Like he. Could oh yeah, he could be the piece of shit, and he'd be like, uh, he's fucking armor. He's right. bulletproof. He's at bulletproof. This point. You know, I think like the Mummy. I think that didn't do well, and people. I haven't heard it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't. It was. It was an okay movie, but it definitely wasn't. They only have him in fifty movies. Why does it feel like he's in so many more? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Endless Love. He was in Endless Love. Taps. Losing it. That's it. Losing, Losing it. it. Yeah. The Outsiders. Remember, he was in The Outsiders. Yeah. Uh, Risky Business. All the Right Moves. <laughs> then, oh then Legend and then Top Gun. 1986. There it is. And then Cocktail. <laughs> that was in 88, though. Still, I mean, like, right after right after Top Gun, he did Color of Money, Cocktail, Young Guns. He was uncredited. Henchman shot off roof. So I guess he kind of cameo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they you know? somebody, somebody found him and like they right. pointed out, and that's was like you couldn't tell it was him. It right, could well, you couldn't tell Bon Jovi was in that one, the second in the sequel. Yeah, yeah, right. He was like one of the guys that got Billy the Kid shot. Right. Um, Rain Man, born on the Fourth of July, Days of Thunder, far, far and away. There you go. That's a good one that yeah. you can, you know, his bomb. A Few Good Men, The Firm, Interview with a Vampire, Mission Impossible, Jerry Maguire, Eyes Wide Shut. That's another good one that you can throw in his face. Yeah. Magnolia, but he's not the lead in it. Then Mission Impossible 2. Vanilla Sky, I liked. Minority Report, Austin Powers, Gold Member again. Last Samurai, that's another one that might get yeah. him in trouble. I like that movie, though. Collateral, you know, he plays the bad guy in that one. That's he's a plays a hitman. Him and Jamie Foxx. Oh, Foxx. Yeah, okay, the, right. the, the the cat movie. Yes. So then you're yeah, but you're going uh, Lions for Lambs. I wanted to see that one. Um, Senator Jasper Irving, Tropic Thunder, Les Grossman. I mean, but at that point now, Valkyrie. There you go. There's another bomb, where he played a German uh, soldier. Yeah, one of the ones that were try to against, get Hitler to right. assassinate Hitler. Yeah. Uh, Rock of Ages is a good one. Yeah. <laughs> so, there's, there's, he's got, he's got some. They say there's, there's like every once in a while there's a bomb and it's just like, right. and it's like, yep, he still has a career though. Like he's still, uh, he's, it's kind of like Slick Rick. He just Slick Tom, just sleep. Oh, like butter, <laughs> like slip off. I'm like, like Teflon, Teflon Tom. <laughs> That's what people call me. <laughs> Teflon Tom here. <laughs> my new, I'm going I'm to remake, stop my mom will shoot. <laughs> Awesome. Oh I'm gonna do it right this time. I'm gonna shoot them. I'm gonna play the mom. So, final article though is uh, Silvestro back to Sly says his absence from Creed Three is regretful. "Quote: I know what it could have been." Uh, he's like, "I'm the only one left out." The Rocky star said in a new interview. Uh, Sloan's relationship with Creed franchise is a little rocky. <laughs> In a new interview with The Hollywood Reporter, the 76-year-old actor was asked if it was going to be weird to watch Creed III, the newest installment of his film of the first film of the franchise he'll be absent from. He's like, that's a regretful situation. I know what it could have been. Um, it was taken in a direction that is quite different than I would have taken it. Uh, the rep for the actor who starred as a retired boxer turned mentor, Rocky Balboa, in the first two Creed installments confirmed the outlet that Sloan would be absent from the film in the April 2021. Uh, in June, the actor explained that he simply bowed out. He said, uh, I just didn't know if there was any part for me. Uh, Rocky started, said he wishes the producer Erwin Winkler and Michael B. Jordan the best. I don't know about the Erwin Winkler part, because he's always kind of going online saying how he's being, you know, Erwin Winkler. Not, not Henry Winkler, Erwin Winkler. Right. That is like a vampire sucking the life out of the Rocky franchise. Uh, 
And Michael B. Jordan uh, simply uh, has has he simply has a different philosophy. Um, I'm much more of a sentimentalist, Stallone said. I like my heroes getting beat up, but I just don't want them going into that dark spa- that dark space. I just feel people have enough darkness to start at it. So Stallone also said that he'd be excluded from the expansion of the Rocky franchise after he was asked about the rumor spinoff centered around, around Ivan Drago, a movie the Rambo actor previously said he was not informed about. Uh, this is a classic case of them going around and trying to continually cherry-pick aspects of Rocky without even asking me if I want to join in, he told uh, THR. I'm the only one left out. Uh, so there you go. Um, the, have you seen the trailer for Creed 3, by the way? Um, we've been yes. Just, I'm just gonna, they probably showed it at the beginning of... Uh, what do you call it? No, they didn't, actually. Really? Yeah, but yeah, and it, but it, it, they showed every other freaky trailer... <laughs> You know, like because if, if it was a because it ended up like I don't know how long I don't know how long Wakanda Forever is, but it was three hours that we walked out wow. of the theater from from the time it started to you know the time we walked out of that theater. It was a full three hours, and I'm, I'm like I'm like I can't believe it's been three hours. You know that 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 this, but there was like trailer after trailer after trailer. Right. John Wick. 4. The movie actually is two hours and forty one minutes. Okay, so yeah, yeah, so there was an extra twenty minutes of trailers. Right, that of they, course, because you know Disney's got to pump that. <laughs> Here's some more money. Well, say they they were throwing everything like like even like Shazam made it. You know, like Real, well, yeah, it's it's, super. Superhero movie, right? You know, I can't wait for that Shazam movie. It looks good. Yeah, it does. Right. <laughs> right. Like, all right, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I'll watch it. You find right. my collection. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, but it was it, it like I saw it online. I think I saw the Creed, the Creed three movie, and it was kind of it's just kind of weird to see it not sly in it because you're going like. All of this is based off of his right. It's based off of his 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 story. Right. I you know what I will I will forever say that I think it was a bad move not to kill Rocky off in the first Creed movie. Mm. Personally, I think that the arc of Rocky from the first movie to Creed is a really good arc. Mm. And had they have killed him off in that movie, I believe he would have won an Oscar for uh, supporting actor because he was nominated. Mm. But he didn't win. I feel like if I think it was a missed opportunity that if you killed his character, I think he completely would have won. It would have been a hands down no brainer. Yeah, but uh, I mean, like I, I, th- I think that was, has to do with Sly because well, I think that's ego coming in. It's ego coming in, but also the fact is that his one made regret was the fact that he killed Apollo off. Right, right. You know, so wa- maybe it was like a like he wanted him to be crippled and like now like looking <laughs> right. back like i think right. like you know at the time like oh, i'm gonna right. cripple well, you. my biggest mistake is killing off creed <laughs> yeah but like 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 i said during the, the rocky four directors cut they that they oh, put okay. out they feature at t talked about it. he goes that's ah, my one of one of my one of my regrets in this movie is that i killed apollo off you know right like, you know like like i wanted him to continue on and be like a mentor kind of right. thing to rocky you know like like as as a uh, uh what's his name uh, like uh, co- uh what do you call it mickey was yeah mickey was you know type of thing All right. that would have gave him advice to you know keep fighting or whatever and he goes you know so he's like yeah i always regret that now that, that that's over with right well, he was also probably looking at too from the creed franchise it probably would have been an interesting story had creed still been around to have like a moment between father and son, not fighting, but definitely like have the father become the coach at that point. Mm. But I think you know, I, th- I think it, I think it went, it's the proper route when you kill off Creed. You kind of have again. I think 
the first Creed's really, really good. I love that movie. Um, I thought the second one was okay. The third one looks really good. Um, interesting in in its own right. But you kind of have to... You can kind of see that this is definitely a movie where Rocky's influence would not be beneficial to the story. Because I feel like you need... I feel like this is going to be one of those things where the shadow of Rocky not being there is going to loom over what's-his-face. Um, a Creed. Mm. I think because, you know, like, he brings a guy, he, brings a, he feels guilty, the guy basically feels like, yeah, you've been living my life. I, that should have been me. You, all this is because of me. It's mm. not really. It's because of his father and his family and all that stuff. But I kind of feel like it's going to, there's going to be like a little hint of Rocky shadow in that film. Like, because he was his mentor. Mm. And now why, now I, my question is, is he dead? Because it's seven years between, apparently, between two and three. Okay. You know, the, apparently, according to the, the trailer, it was like, it's been seven years, blah, 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 you know, because you now he has his own gym. He looks like he's won multiple belts, you know, so he's an established champion, mm. you know, that has, like, an established bigger career than and then just after the second Creed movie. So, right. so I wonder how that's going to play into it. <clears throat> I'm, I, I'm, I'm kind of excited. You know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll watch it. I don't know if I'll go to the theater and see it. Yeah, I probably won't. It. It's definitely one of those. When's it streaming or when's it coming out? Right. I don't. I haven't even bought the second Creed yet. Oh, okay. I watched it here with you. I think. Yeah. You know, that was the last time. That was the only time I saw it. Right. You know, I'm like, all right, it was okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I am on. I was just like, you know, I'll, I'll buy it because it's a complete right. collection. You know, but I'm just curious to see like, like how it will do in the box office because it's like Rocky's not going to be in it. You know, and I'm like, I'm like, I wonder if that's good. Like, like because it's like there's certain characters that you always want, no matter what. Right. Like, you know, like like they think. Yeah, I get it. It's hard to, for them to serve you up another story. Right. Of something that like, well, where is he? Like, right. You know, it's, like, it's like having like uh, your favorite meal without like your favorite side. Right. You know, it's like oh, but I kind of miss it with the mac and cheese not being there. It's like oh, I really could. You know, I never thought I miss cranberry sauce. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the thing, like, when it comes out of the canvas, like, <laughs> yeah. But the, the the idea though is is that like I I think I think it will hurt Creed three a little bit because like I said there is fans around the world right like, that right. love Rocky. Fucking Philadelphians ain't gonna go see it. And fuck that. Fuck Creed. Ain't got Rocky. And I ain't seen it. Fuck bullshit. Um, lumps you. Uh, no Rocky. No money. <laughs> 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 really, dude? <laughs> no, man. Fuck that, Inca Rocky. I ain't seen it. Rock me. He's the best character of all time. <laughs> yeah, he's fixing it, right? I don't care, man. Best fighter of all time. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I was actually watching. I watched this guy on YouTube. It's <coughs> called the Philly Captain. And he runs around Philadelphia showing different scenes. Right. And he was at Washington Crossing Cemetery. Uh-huh. And there's actually two stones. One, Two stones, yeah, right, right. of headstones. One is Paulie, and yeah, the yeah. other one is his sister. Is, is Rico, uh, Adrian? Adrian. They're real people. Oh, so how do you... <laughs> See, he must have used their names for the movie, you know, when he, when he, when he made it. I, was, I, I guess. I, I mean... I was just like, I was like, because I'm sitting there going... Wait, they, maybe they're wait, just props. Wait, wait, like that, that's what I thought at first too. Right, but just... then he goes, the guy goes, no, they're real people, and there's real dates on there. Like the, you know, they, right? They died, you know, like, and I'm like, oh my god, like, 
they're real people that he just used their names that are on this tombstone. I don't know why they're there because it's all famous people like uh, Philadelphians or right, right, okay, okay, type of thing. So I don't know why those two people. Are there. Maybe because they're like, hey, the two names are used <laughs> in Rocky. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. I did uh, research to... on this. I just saw this like I think today or yesterday. Right. I was kind of blown away by that. Because I'm thinking they're using movie props in this guy. They episode. Like, well, sometimes cause, cause there's mean... people there. Like there's like a scientist there. There's a woman. The, uh, the, the, right. the woman in there, Doctor So and So, Scientist So and So, created the egg crates. The, those those things. Really, that you the buy egg crates. The they're, they're from Philadelphia. They, the from woman, Philadelphia represent. You know why your eggs are all cushy? Philadelphia, you're welcome. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> it. She invented that. He and invented the milk crate. The the the, uh, the egg crates. Why? Because uh-huh. they that. The people, the farmers that were bringing the eggs in, half of them would be broken because they, they had no they, way to transport them? them. Right. <laughs> they would put them in a basket. They would put paper between them. Right. If you had a like, bump, bump, right, bump, bump. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. Type of thing. So, so, so they came up with this, and that like they didn't lose eggs anymore. So that's right. Like the, the, the that was because of her. <laughs> I can't think of the woman's name. I right. feel bad that I egg crate lady. Right. But Good she's, for her. she's from the Philadelphia area. You hey, know? Philly represented with the egg crates, eh? That's no yoke. <laughs> you know, there's like there's like historic heroes and stuff in there. Right. But if you get all of a sudden like he shows Paulie and they're sitting next they're laying next to each other and you're going, They're using movie props? I don't know. It's just, who are they then? Why are they there? I have to look it up. I have right. like, I don't know. I think the guy's pulling the wool over your eyes. No, no. I don't know. It just happened to have like so you're telling me in the seventies he knew a Paulie and he knew an Adrian and were the dates? I have a question. Now, no, okay. I say now. I don't remember. So I, now I would have to be like, I would want to look at the dates because now I'm curious. Did Sylvester Stallone be so brilliant enough to be able to go? I know where I'm going to take this arc because I was at a funeral. I was at a, I was at a cemetery and I saw a Polly and an Adrian right next to each other in the seventies, and then decided to use those names. Like that just seems a little thin. You know, the, I mean, what are the odds of an Adrian and a Polly being buried right next to each other? Well, they're they're actual brother and sister. Uh, okay, fine. So you're trying to tell me that Sylvester Stallone back in the '70s pulled an Adrian and a Polly out of his ass, and he just make them brother and sister, and that all those years later they happen to be buried next to each other? Apparently, 1950, the the one died at uh, Adrian died in 2002. Okay, so, 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 again, Sylvester Stallone had the forethought to go, I'm going to name these characters after these two people, and I know what they're going to be buried in, like, 30 years? Or, I, well, Paul, Paul's tombstone wasn't in the movie. Well, no, but Adrian's was. But what I'm saying is, Ed, I mean, the, the, the first Rocky movie, right, it's Adrian and her brother Polly, yeah. right? So that's 1976, I think, I believe. So now you're telling me this guy in 2022 comes up and goes, yeah, look, here's a graveyard of a Polly and an Adrian. They're the two people from Rocky movies. They're brother and sister. Like, <laughs> And Adrian died in 2020 and 2018. 2002. 2002. And Polly died in 2012. Right. So I'm, t- <laughs> I'm telling you. Ed, I'm telling you, those are movie props. <laughs> those are movie props. And then why not leave them there? Well, they never... 
Because Paulie was still alive in Rocky. No, he was so, not. Oh, yes, he was. No, he was he not. Was so, not in the Creed movies, but not in the, uh, they never mention him. In the, I think he walks up to the grave in the first Creed him, movie. He's talking to him at the end because he's like, I got still got, I got still things in my basement. And then he goes, Hey, Rock, you still got that stuff in your basement? He goes, No, I'm good. But he had to fight that guy, uh, Mick Basin, the Dixon line, or something like that. Right, but that was in that was in Rocky Five, the Six. No, Five was when he was fighting that Tommy. Uh, no, no, you're right, right. That's Tommy, Tommy Gunn. Yeah. And Six, but then Balboa. Balboa. Paulie's dead. What year did Paulie from Rocky die? February 22nd, 2012. Oh my god, they used that, that fucking jerk off. I'm going to have to write <laughs> now. He, and his grave lies next to his sister, Adrian. <laughs> when did Paul write you? So, uh, Paulie's known to have died on February 22nd, 2012, and is buried next to Adrian. Rocky visits his graves on his birthday and leaves a bottle of his favorite liquor on his headstone, after which he sits and reads the newspaper. <laughs> yeah, but but Paulie was in Paulie was in Rocky Rocky Balboa. Right, so his appearance, he's mentioned Rocky Balboa was the last time you see him. He was mentioned in Creed. He was mentioned in Creed too. Yeah. So probably during Creed, the first Creed, yeah. he's probably in a cemetery with Adrian and Paulie. Yeah. But there was no tree with the chair. At <laughs> home. There's a tree with the chair, so, Rocky Balboa. Uh, that he has, he puts the chair up there, and he takes the chair down. So he sits yes, there, you're absolutely right. Talks to him. You're right. There's no chair there, right? There is. There's probably not even a tree because you don't see him over his shoulder. You probably just see him sitting in front of two regular old tombstones or movie tombstones. Like, let's face it, the Rocky statue in the city of Philadelphia ain't where the Rocky statue should be. Imagine that they moved it. <laughs> Who would have thought? How dare they? How dare they move statues? That's just terrible. Because like the guy goes through this whole thing about all these famous people that uh-huh. are there's Paulie and there's Adrian. There's Paul and Adrian. And I'm thinking, oh my god, they're real people. I'm like, oh, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> oh my god, the odds. Dick. What are the odds? I'm like, how smart do you? Sylvester Stallone must be a time traveler then. If he knew two people that were going to die in these ages, buried next to each other, and they go they, back to the seventies. That's why she didn't date to have her in the movie. That's what I figured. Maybe the real person died. They're like, well, we can't put her in there. You know, she's not alive anymore. What the fuck, man? Tyler Shire is still is still alive. By yeah, the way, yeah, no, she's still alive. I'm like, why wasn't she Rocky Balboa? Because maybe he didn't. Because it was not. Integral to the story. You needed Adrian to be dead in order for Rocky to, you know, be Rocky. Is the we can't we don't have the you can't win Rock. You know, <laughs> scene. You know, in the movie. There's there's, there's tropes that you, you can't win Rock. Adrian. But that's why he names the restaurant Adrian's. Like you know, he does. I am so <laughs> And it's like that's it. I'm done with this guy. It's time where I type an angry worded email. You dear sir, <laughs> dear I sir, these people were real. you made me think that both Adrian and Polly were real people because you show me a tombstone. I put it on my goddamn podcast like an idiot. This is, this is where you don't fact check, folks, and you get burned. And, and, and this is the reason why you didn't want to post that Kevin Conroy That's was right. dead because you didn't fact check. Look how the show goes full circle back to the beginning. 
Motherfucker. <laughs> so lesson of this show is fact check. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. If you don't pull any facts away from this day, the only fact that you should be walking away with is always fact check. That being said, Ed, I'm done. I ain't got nothing else. I said all I said, and I can't said no more. <laughs> Excuse me. Toot toot. Thanks for listening, folks. If you haven't guessed it by now, you've been listening to Geeksters. Surprise! Surprise! You surprise! Some somewhere out there, there's a person named Polly going. I'm still alive. <laughs> <laughs> that actor's still alive. Uh, Burt Young, I believe he has passed away. Yeah, I believe Polly passed away. Ed's <laughs> now looking it up because now the fact check. Fuck you! I don't care. Fact checking it. Burt Young, I believe it has passed away. But if you haven't already. Please go. You know what's a fact? GameStop. <laughs> GameStop? GameStop. You know what's a fact? Geeksters Radio. Still alive. Burt Young is still alive. you got to be kidding He's me. He's 82 years old. <laughs> All right. Good for him. I thought he was dead. <laughs> I mean, good thing we fact check. <laughs> Geeksters. The fact checking motherfuckers that we are. <laughs> <laughs> There ain't no, no tell, tall tales coming from this podcast. Nothing but hard-hitting, accurate facts. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening, folks. If you haven't, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Or follow us on Twitter, at Geeksters. Or, I don't know, how about give Ed a little email saying, toot toot, contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Oh, no, just, just give a little toot toot. <laughs> or if you want to give Sean your- <laughs> I got a hundred emails They all say toot toot Sean Fuck you Or if you want to give Sean 3,000 years of longing <laughs> You got to Sean at wordswithgeeks.com That's S-H-A-W-N Excelsior They weren't very good. It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo! Boo!